Y'all want me to be real in this interview? Be real. Yeah, All right, cool. I'll be real. Because what am I supposed to You ask me my favorite song and I say, oh, I remember this moment. That was great. Even the internet money, bro, you'd be surprised. How many of these big major label artists, their lawyer can't get them on the phone and they don't do proper business. That done went gold. That done went platinum. We ain't making money off this Internet money only started because designer got my beat off of YouTube. One of the best interviews of the year, bro. I already didn't know. But this, I'm going to tell you right now, this is my, like, I don't, I'm not doing interviews with people. This is my last one. Y'all, listen, man. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. This is uh the second one we did in LA type shit. Kenny Beast was five, but we got Taz Taylor. Now, this one, I ain't gonna lie, gang. This one's like super, super duper long overdue. We really been talking like for the last like 30 minutes off camera for real, having a great discussion. But what's up with you, gang? What's good? Thank you, guys. Appreciate y'all. And we got Mimi the Cut from Producer Culture. Shout out Producer Culture, gang. Yeah, I got on my sweater today. Oh, wait, that's you. Yeah. Yo, that's hard. Yo, <laughs> nice to meet you. That's fine. I had no idea. Yeah, I do both. Nike and Adidas. That's hard. <laughs> I think Southside did an interview with uh with DJ Vlad, and I was sending the timestamps. I said, bro, hurry up for producer culture. Post that shit. Producer no, culture. No, they, like, they, they be on it. They be on it. They be fast as hell. I love sure. how, like, producers now are, like, they have, like, the whole, like, a whole ass It's team. a whole network it's now, It's like yeah. TMZ. Type shit. TMZ. For producers, yeah. You're going to see, like, Jetson made it stepping out of his car. <laughs> yeah, do, do, do. <laughs> hey, quick. I know we finna go on topic. Favorite internet money tutorial? Couldn't tell you. You, you know what? I don't got a favorite tutorial. I just say I am the fan of the eight-hour live streams nigga Taz used to do, like, push out, bro. Long time ago? Yeah, bro. I was telling you before how I was at Lowe's with my phone. I was doing like, eight-hour streams, and then Nick went to a 24-hour stream. Now, Rio only does 24-hour streams. Damn. That's the evolution. Like, 24 hours straight? Yeah, Rio be making... He's a fucking cyborg. That's why I really just don't make beats anymore. You ever be around somebody who's just so good at something? Like insanely good at something. It's like I don't want to try. Like, they that, just do it naturally. That kid right yeah. in Atlanta that like when we bring up real, they all say robot. Like he's a robot. Uh, he's shit. a robot. He he made he did a twenty four hour session. He made like a hundred something beats in twenty four hours. Damn. When did he, he take a break? Oh, whenever uh, whenever real was here cooking for he was in his next room cooking for uh the her law shit. You know what I mean? Because. That's how he got the back outside boy shit. He made 70 beats. I cleared the whole room for him the whole day. He made, there and made 70 beats. Back outside boys just one of them beats. Damn. Just off a loop, just throwing drums on shit, sending shit, you know what I mean? That's my song too. Grinding. Grinding. He's a he's a robot though. But that's why I don't make beats and shit like that. Because like you see Rio do it. Rio could cook up the craziest beat in five minutes. Nick could do the same shit. Cody mm -hmm. could do the same shit. So it's like... I'm really just in there like is I like I, I refer to myself like a player's coach. Before we get into the icebreaker question, y'all, <laughs> since we on the subject though, like, what is real work ethic? You know what I'm saying? What is real work real, ethic? Like, or real, what is my work ethic? Your, okay, so yeah, what is your work ethic? Internet money work ethic. Two different things. My work ethic and internet money work ethic is two different things. I'm up every day. I go to bed. Say the night before. Sometimes, bro, I'm in bed by nine p.m. I'm in bed by 10 p.m. I'm not up at 4 a.m. in here just stressing. You know what I mean? Because, like, I gotta, I'm an executive now. So I'm in L.A. I'm three hours behind. New York, everyone's up. 8 a.m., 5 a.m. here. I'm up every morning, 5 a.m. I walk outside, 5 a.m. I sit in my Tesla. I light a joint. I go to Starbucks. I 
come back, sit in my driveway for four hours and just run through notes apps, run through albums because I'm working on like seven albums at one time, six albums at one time. So like, <laughs> my bad, I'm sick, by the way. Like, I'm not sick, like COVID sick, but like I was outside last night and I got like the sniffles. Cool. So uh, <laughs> I got the sniffles, <laughs> but I'm working on like, six seven albums right now so like artists will be in the studio like here we got four rooms you know and each room shit will be getting done shit will be whatever and my job is the one that had to go through all the shit that's done in all these rooms in the morning you know what i mean and this is good i don't like this we should work on this let's reproduce this there's something in this you know what i mean like songs whatever and then produces the beats and shit like like bro it's even to the point where we got a big ass internet money Dropbox, and I got. <laughs> I'm gonna, I want to say, I know they're gonna be crazy, bro. So internet money, I got 66 producers, and it's all in Telegram, and they just flood me loops, and I just 66? run through loops. I run through loops, and I'm like, yo, I like this loop, I like this loop, I like this loop. I can hear this on this. Cook up for this. They make the beats. I get them cut. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, I hear you on this. You should hop on this. You should hop on this. You'll be surprised how many times that like, just me telling people like, yo, I like this beat. This shit's hard. You should hop on this one. This one's going to go. And it goes. And that's no other but than just me believing in like my decision making. That's it. You got an air for it, clearly. Yeah, I went with the, with the music shit. That's all I know. I know every genre. I know every time period. I know every artist. My dad was a drummer in, in, in music. That's how I got into this. You know what I mean? So it's like I learned how to play. I have a, I, have, I could play any instrument by ear. I, don't, I could play. I could sit here on a piano and you could play a song. And you, you'd be seeing them TikToks where it's like my dad can play any song in 30 seconds after hearing it or some shit. It's like that. Like I can like match keys, do all that, play, find the chords, do that. And that's how I learned how to play every instrument. Bro, I could really play key for real. I, start, I, I started doing that when I was three, though. Like some soul shit. Damn. Like. What's the MIDI packs you put out in like 20 Yeah, I did MIDI packs. I remember yeah. those shits, bro. Like, I just do MIDI kits. They got real soul loops in them joints. Like, yeah. Can you read sheet music too? No. Damn. I can't even really read, period. I wish I would learn by ear. Like, instead of learning from sheet music, I feel like that's the longer way. Yeah. Like, so what other instruments do you play? <laughs> you said, I'm going to everything I'm gonna get to the icebreaker, but damn. I said, like, I can't read, period. <laughs> She's like, damn, that's so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I didn't even realize <laughs> <laughs> I really didn't even realize you said that. I thought you said like you can't read nah, sheet music. Period. Nah, period. I really can't read like that. For real? Swear to God. Oh yeah, because you dropped out in what seventh grade, right? Right. Yeah, right. Because you ain't shit, right, bro? <laughs> I did not mean it like that. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I'm yeah, really blunt, y'all. I really do not mean it like that. Like, I love at it. All. I love it. <laughs> Get to the oh icebreaker. Let me just go to the but icebreaker. Yeah. But yes. Okay. What song describes your life? Oh my goodness. This is the icebreakers? Yeah. It's this is like this is like speed dating. No, this like this okay. You got thirty seconds. You. What what oh, song? <laughs> you see what I'm talking about? Speed dating. It'd be the questions people don't expect to hear that really make them think. Like I I couldn't tell you. What is the question? What song describes your life? Couldn't tell you for real. Like my life in, of of what I worked on. No, like your, oh, in general. Like what do you feel like most relates to your life? Um, 
4 a.m. by Our Lady Peace. I'm gonna go listen to that. I want to see what, yeah. that, what that's about. So, what song have you listened to so much <laughs> that you can't listen to it no more? Every song I've ever that <laughs> period. <laughs> You can imagine how many times I heard songs. Okay. I totally imagine. <laughs> Maybe on, that wasn't a good one. I worked on His and Hers for nine months straight. I did a million different versions. Yeah, you probably got it. So I heard that song probably five million times. On the, like by myself before it went on DSPs. God damn. Okay. What would you consider? Well, you're not even going to want to answer that question. I should have changed this out. Hold on. Fucking different BPMs. <laughs> different okay. artists. Thug <laughs> on it. Thug off it. <laughs> What is one thing on your bucket list you have to achieve? You know what's crazy? I don't have one. My have my eight year old come to me and said, "You, want, I got a bucket list." I said, "You got a bucket list?" Yeah, you got to make one now. I said, "What the fuck's on your bucket list?" He said, "I want to go to Ohio." What's in Ohio? I asked him and he sang the swag like Ohio song. He's eight years old. That's like that makes sense. It's like some TikTok shit. I don't know, but I don't have a bucket list. I've I don't know, man. I feel like y'all got to kind of get into me before y'all ask me these questions. Because, like, I have a different perspective of shit. But then these just, these is some, this is something, this is something a normal person could answer. I feel like. Okay, icebreakers don't work on everybody. No, 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 it's not even that. But, like, the way I look at, when you ask me a question, it's because y'all want to get a look at, like, the way I view things or the way I see things or the way, I, what, how I look at my answer, a question, right? Right. But it's like in order to understand an answer, you got to understand the way I look at something or, like, the way I might have been raised or how I come up. You know okay, what I mean? so we're going to switch this around. We're going to ask the icebreakers at the end. That's fine. I fuck with that. Okay, bet. It's like a recap. We don't hurt. We don't hurt the whole nigga life. And then we ask him about icebreaker. It ain't icebreaker. It ain't icebreaker. It's just like, oh, yeah, it's it's like ice- some other shit. Okay, it's, it's, we just changing the title, game. Yeah, we we're just changing the title. Else. Speed. Yeah, y'all can go shit. along with it. I'm executive so, producing this shit right now. You know right. what I mean? We putting it together. Okay, this episode like gotta say, you know, right? This episode gotta say executively produced by Taz Taylor. There you go. It's gonna be Taz on your head for five minutes. I'm not even like that. Yeah. <laughs> all right so let's get into the come up story though so like just talk about you being from florida growing up in jacksonville type shit man where i come from i was, I was raised in like a, a fucking like um, i was born in like a trailer park like a crazy trailer park like an insane i think like someone died in like the trailer that we moved into or something like two weeks after i was born or something like, that. like some crazy shit like i don't know what happened but a trailer park and then man my dad left when i was three just straight up left dip, you know what I mean? Typical shit, whatever. And then um, we were homeless for a minute. We're living with my aunt, you know what I mean? Like cousin type shit. Like I got I got two sisters and my mom. So like we're living at my aunt's house in like a little side room. Small as hell, smaller in this room. And we're like sleeping on the floor. My mom be in the bed, um, you know, all that shit. And then I just around a lot of crazy shit. I'm gonna get emotional. I'm be real. You can kind of hear it, but it's like, um, that's how it be. It's okay. Nah, yeah. Like I seen a lot of fucked up shit as a kid. You know what I mean? Like I was smoking weed at seven. You know what I mean? I was, a lot. I was, yeah, yeah. I was tatted at twelve. You know what I mean? Like I was like the essential. Like I was like bad baby. You know what that is? Like like Florida shit. Like catch me outside. Yeah. I was like that. You know what I mean? But like in Florida, that's how everybody is. Like it's. School systems are ass. There ain't nothing. Like, the schools are all, like, fucking shitty-ass schools. Like, F schools. So, it's just ignorance at all levels. Like, all around. You feel me? It's just, like, the blind. Leading the blind. I ain't never met no one in my life that made more than fucking, like, $30,000. Period. 
I, no one in my family ever went to college. There's people in my family that are literally literate. I got I got a granddad that can't even read. Period. He goes to McDonald's and he has to see a menu. Like he sees the signs, sees the golden arches. That's what he knows what it is. So I'm saying like where I come from, like that shit's normal. I got cousins that didn't they stopped going to school in first grade. You know what I mean? Like that shit's normal. When I dropped out of school in seventh grade, people were like, how you do that? I'm like, I don't know. Shit's normal. You know what I mean? Where I come from. So it's like, to be here in this situation, all the shit that I had to overcome, you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of crazy thinking about it. I get really emotional thinking about it. No, it is crazy. But um, my mom got with my my stepdad. He was a he was a drummer in a band. My, my aunt's house, her husband, he was a singer in a band, you know what I mean? So like, that's how they connected. They were in the same band together. It's like linking up shit. And then uh, he started living there. They got together. And then his mom gave us a crib, gave my mom and him a crib because, you know, whatever, whatever shit. So he was living in that house forever. That's my childhood home. Still to this day, it's my childhood home. Like, you go in that house on the windowsill, bro. Like, whenever I was, like, selling beats out of my mom's crib, the windowsill, bro, still, like, and then that money carved into the fucking windows and shit. You know what I mean? Like, from the beginning, dog. Like, real shit. And you say you you fuck with internet money since the beginning. So it's like, that's really the beginning. You know what I mean? So I never, I never had a job. I never made a dollar off of music in my life. Like, I, or, you know what I mean? Like, a dollar off anything in my life but music. My bad. Period. I, I had nothing, bro. We'd have to, I used to have to get my clothes out of, like, fucking thrift stores and shit like that. I, i'm a jaguar fan i'm a diehard jaguar fan i got pictures of me playing a fucking guitar in a fucking like bronco shirt because that's all i my mom would get me at a thrift store you know what i mean like that type of shit so it's like coming up bro my mom's a hard worker i watch her work she worked at fucking like starbucks and grill cooks and all that type of shit and I, she fucking she she did her best to raise all the kids and all that shit my my stepdad he's a forklift operator he's a drummer in a band the band was like some local shit you know what i mean but like that's where I learned how to make music whenever so my dad left my, until about three months ago my dad didn't even think I was his kid so I'm saying so like my dad's whole family they all didn't want nothing to do with me my mom's whole family they ain't really fuck with me like that so I just really didn't have shit for real you know what I mean like I was like one of them like them little kids you know like didn't have a dad didn't have shit so it's like man just take them with you take them with you to band practice or whatever and so I would just go and they would fucking make music when they would like smoke weed, take breaks and shit like that. You know what I mean? Like I would get in there and like fuck around the drums or like play bass or play guitar or whatever. Like I was like three years old, four years old. You know what I mean? So from that moment, just fucking around drums, fucking around this, playing along, taking like the little guitars and shit they had around home. You know what I mean? Like playing music to that, like Randy Rose, Dimebag Daryl. Like I'm big ass guitar head. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I love guitar. Um, that's how I got my start in this shit for real. But I got so good at guitar at a young age. You know what I mean? Like whenever I hit like 11, 10, 11, 12, I started wanting to do like hood rat shit with my friends. You know what I mean? Like I'm in Florida. It's normal shit. Like my my mom and them, she she would tell everybody like, um, DJ, that's what everybody calls me back home is DJ. You know what I mean? That's how I know. If you know me personally, you call me DJ because Danny Jr. You know what I mean? No one in the world can call me Danny Everybody in my real life just called me DJ. You know me through music, you call me Taz. You know what I'm saying? So my mom would be like, DJ, you know, you ain't never going to make, you ain't never going to make a dollar from this music shit. 
Like, what the fuck are you doing? My mom, like, when I, so I dropped out of school, right? <laughs> she, she, she always thought that I was going to be like, she thought I was going to make money from music, but she thought I was going to do it from like being in a band and like playing guitar. Cause I was in bands. Like I was in like little garage bands and shit like that. Like my cousin and shit, like 12, 13. I played like live shows and shit like, like at bars because I was 12. I was playing like live bars. Like there was like right. men and people drinking and women and like, it's like 21 plus. And like they had to, all right, play and then usher us out the bar type shit. But I was doing shows young as fuck. You know what I mean? So that's what she always like. I'm going to go on tour with you. You're going to be a guitar player and a band or some shit like that. I'm like, oh, that's cool, whatever. But whenever your parents want something for you so much and you really like not really fucking with it, because, you know, I'm like diving deep into like, bro, whenever I, whenever I fucking, whenever I seen fucking Kanye, bro, and I remember seeing Through the Wire, the music video, and he's just like in the studio, you know what I mean? And where he has like the Shaka Khan poster and he like slaps the poster. I'm a fucking Kanye aficionado. I know, whatever, but I, I love Kanye. I wouldn't be here without Kanye musically. You know what I mean? Like, whatever. I was going to ask you who inspires you, too. It's Kanye West, 100%. Um, but it's for that reason. Whenever I seen Through the Wire, you know what I mean? Like, and I seen that he was taking, like, because I'm a music aficionado. Like, I'm saying, y'all said, you asked me what my favorite song is, and I listed a band from Canada from the 90s that people wouldn't even know about. But I relate in a way because I talked about it, because the song's about, like, the shit he never got to say to his dad type shit. You know what I mean? Like, the whole shit with me in my whole life is like, I have a dad. So it's like that type of shit. That's why I connect on that song on a whole nother level. But for me and that shit, you know what I mean? Like, whenever you don't want to do something and your parents want something more for you, like my stepdad, because he was in a band, or my mom, because like that was their, that was my ticket out, or whatever, because I'm talented at guitar. I didn't want to do it. So I just stopped playing guitar. I stopped doing all that shit. And I just like, I got tatted. Started hanging out with your hood. With your yeah, friends, yeah, doing yeah. I fucking, bro, I was just. At fifth grade, they took me in. At a fifth grade, I went straight to homeschool sixth grade, straight into middle school. See what I'm saying? Just because my cousins and shit were doing it at the time, you know what I mean? It seemed my mom wanted me to do it. Whatever, bro. In reality, my mom was just handing me a motherfucking answer key and being like, just write the answers down and you'll pass. She went out about there was no learning. You know what I mean? Like, that's really what the fuck was going on. Don't want to fucking teach me. You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? So it's like, sixth grade as a kid i'm sitting there like just writing the answers and i'm not learning shit you see what i'm saying and then sixth grade i pass and i go to seventh grade didn't learn anything from sixth grade didn't learn division didn't learn i still don't know how to divide to this day by the way but um didn't learn none of that shit and then i got thrown into public school seventh grade and whenever you sixth grade is like a bridge year you know what i mean into seventh grade so um i have a problem listening to people bro i can't listen to nobody so I just didn't do work. I didn't do shit. I sat on my ass for three years. I watched my family members, my friends I went to school with, everybody just like go on to high school and go to like high school football games and like go to prom. And I just sat in seventh grade. <laughs> it's like Billy Madison, bro. I just sat in seventh grade and I just, I was there for three years and I just stopped going for real. And then. I was at the crib, I sat on my ass for three years, just listening to music. Not like, I'm going to make beats, you know what I mean? Just like, whatever. And because I have a history in music, I was like, man, this is one thing that people don't know about me. Is like, I have a, I have an eye for like visual shit, like art and shit like that. Like, I'm a really talented graphic designer. Like, all the internet money shit, I design all that shit. 
all the album arts and all that shit like whatever i do that period i do i did i help design like every art that i'm involved with pretty much in some way you know what i mean like every album so cover you're designing art. those album covers yeah to this day right now yeah, i remember watching a video i don't know what video it was but i remember you said you was doing graphic design yeah, yeah. but that's how i got into beats is because like graphic design whenever they have downtime you know what i mean like they're like oh fuck around fell studio so i was like man i got a background music this shit easy i made my first beat i sampled the scientist by coldplay sped that bitch up and just do some basic ass trap drums on it sound like a fucking trash ass eminem beat shit was trash bro this is a different time though like the drums at the time it ain't drums like now like motherfuckers now get it like i want to start making beats you'd be on tiktok you all right bet i'm gonna hit reddit i'm gonna hit the drum kits i'm gonna get this i got all the sauce i got the fucking plugins i got the dolls i got whatever you could get in the game right now in one week have everything that it took me, Nick Mira, whatever, 10 years to accumulate. You know what I mean? Just talking about like sounds and sauce and whatever. Right. That's how it is now. No, so, that's true. Man. So it's like back in the day, my drums wasn't hitting like that. You know what I mean? But it's like there wasn't drums around. There was no there was no drum kit websites. There wasn't no like, oh, I want to go buy this drum kit on fucking Beat Stars or whatever for $40 or Splice. There was no Splice. You wanted to go get a drum kit. You had to go to fucking rapgodfathers.com or .net, whatever the fucking form was. You had to make an account. You had to get X amount of posts to be able to see download links. You know what I mean? And then you had to go download like one of five, Timbaland, Pharrell, Kanye, and there's like all the fucking like NPC ass drums. There wasn't no, or like a Lex Luger kit. And then the one Lex Luger kit had like the 808s and all that shit. You know what I mean? That's where you like, you hone in on the Lex Luger kit. But that's all we had coming up. So... My beats and shit wasn't knocking on them shits. Fast forward, bro. You know what I mean? Everybody told me on my first beat that shit was ass. Like, they said, never make another beat again. <laughs> oh Dead ass. God. I swear to God. The bro, first what? beat I ever made, someone said, yo, bro, never make another beat again. Oh I swear God, to God. Bro. And I kept going. You know? Ignorance. You know why? Because, like, I love making music. And I, I felt the enjoyment, like, it was fun again. Not like my mom or my stepdad. Yeah, like, like, they I wanted me. It's like, it. I genuinely fell in love with this. You know what I mean? So, it's like, it just felt fun. And I remember at that moment, right? Like, I stopped doing graphics. I stopped doing all that shit. And my mom, because I was living in my mom's house. I lived in my mom's house. I was 22 years old. I had a kid in my mom's house, everything. Like, I was a tight beat producer. We don't make money like that. And when we did, when I was making money, I'm taking care of the, the house, the home. You know what I mean? Like, my your mom. mom your exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like, all that shit. So it's like, it is what it is. But. What the fuck is I saying before this? Before the, the type of shit? Whatever. What was I saying? Bro, first of all, it's, that was like a lot to unpack. I want to. Because I know a lot of people probably didn't even know that about your story. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm watching my life flash in front of my eyes, bro. Yeah, I'm just listening to the movie. Not yet, bro. But uh, just in general with me, bro, like, my beats was ass. I really got into shit. People said my beats was trash. I should never make fucking beats again. I started out making... I started those beats in NFL, and I was like three beats in NFL. You know what I did? the hardest thing it's like i my whole life has been like i did this shit on you know video games where you like you want to do this shit on easy you know media hard. i did a show on expert on all madden my whole life the first doll i learned on what do you think it was mm-hmm. reason three are you tripping reason three where you gotta like wire wires and you gotta know what this shit is a minute, i ain't like... got no musical background i can't sit here and hold a sheet of music and tell you what this note is or what this chord you know what i mean like i don't know none of that shit i always knew everything by ear just like i didn't have money for lessons right and i had lessons one time in my life one time in my life 
the guitar player, the band my dad was in, you know what I mean? Like my mom was like, she was working. She's like, I got $40 this month. If I give you 40, can you just teach my son how to play guitar? Like just give him some lessons. I did one lesson with him. He said, I feel like I'm learning from watching him. I can't give him lessons. Like he has a gift that like you can't teach. Like I, I could play and he could just play and expound on that shit and like start like playing shit off of that and playing chords that work with what I'm playing. You know what I mean? Like that's how I look at it. So like off of that moment, I just didn't do lessons. Do nothing. I didn't care about reading sheet music. I didn't care about yeah, knowing what this chord is. I just like, I go off strictly what I hear or strictly what I feel. And I feel like with like full fucking sale and all these fucking scam ass schools that like, Why'd you look down like that? My brother going to full sale. <laughs> hey, bro. <laughs> they seen his ass coming, bro. You know what I mean? They seen his ass fucking coming, bro. They said, get in the back, bro. You know nah, he like, tried to go to the... But he doing the online shit, Kyle. Like, bro, I don't really think... It, it's beneficial, shit. but you don't know the problem with that shit is, is everybody gets in that shit thinking that, like, it's going to be the bridge to the music industry. It's not. If someone walked in the studio right now, like, y'all went to full sale, I guarantee you if I had everybody in this shit that I know in the music industry, that, like, they wouldn't give a fuck if you went to full sale or not. Like, you, know, you see what I'm saying? Like, I don't know anybody. Like, the only thing I know is, like, engineers. Like, in, I yeah, get it because you need, like, the them, certificates yeah. or whatever, the experience. And sometimes at least you getting, like, an internship at the studio and shit lab. But there's people like, no, nah, I'm just coming here. I don't really want to engineer at all. I just want to learn how to be in the music business. It's like, bro, you're just give me your money, bro. Like, what the fuck are you doing then, bro? Like, what the fuck? Because <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you ain't, you know what I mean? Like, it ain't, <laughs> nah, ain't nothing going nothing to come from it, bro. Like, I don't know. That shit's in my neck of woods. That's fucking Orlando. So, but shout out Full Sail, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna yeah, get nah. fucking. Nah, gonna my show brother this. going for video game shit. Anyway. Nah, they do a whole bunch of different shit. That's why yeah, I fuck yeah. with them. They be doing shit for like the WWE and shit like that, but like uh, NXT and all the little shows and shit like that. They be doing like stage production. All like Full Sail is more than just like I want to get in the music industry. I'm talking more so like people that just do it for the sole purpose of like i want to get into the music industry like this mm-hmm. is my ticket in. take that 40 grand get your ass in new york la atlanta and miami and get to work honestly no literally get out there and network go to those events yeah walk in those rooms yeah so for me we'll date back to me real quick we'll, we'll keep going on the story of this journey right no I'm so, a, yeah keep going so so uh I'm, I'm telling my mom, right? I'm like, yo, mom, I'm quitting, quitting graphics i didn't make a dollar off graphics because i don't know what the fuck i'm telling her this she don't give a fuck my mom's dealing with fucking crazy shit in her life bro she just got cancer at the moment i'm fucking 17 18 i dropped out of school my sister dropped out of school my other sister has a kid you know what i mean it's just like she probably has a whole bunch of other problems and shit going on she probably don't give a fuck that i'm fucking quitting graphic design and starting to make music she told me she's like dj ain't gonna make a fucking dollar for music that's what she told me that's what that is what she told me and i tell her that every, every time she's like every time she's like can you believe I told you you wouldn't make a fucking dollar from this shit? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's funny that's as fuck. That's crazy. But it's shit like that. You know what I mean? But that's, it's because it's like too good to be true. You know what I mean? So whenever I'm like, I told my mom, yo, I want to, I want to um, start making beats. I'm done with this shit. It's not like I had money to go do it. I had guitars that I collected, like two, three, four hundred dollar, like knockoff Epiphone guitars or whatever that I collected over the years because I was a guitar player for like birthdays or whatever the fuck i do oh since fucking six to 18 bro sold them on craigslist bundled like three guitars for 300 dollars. crazy because they're worth like two bands and i was just three three hundred dollars i went and got some rocket krk fives 
and a little like forty dollar like audio jack audio, audio interface or some shit, bro. I was happy as hell. I was just making beats, bro, on reason. And then I was like, you know what? I'm gonna sell beats on SoundClick. And I just started uploading beats on SoundClick. I was on there with like Superstar O and Vibe Beats and Johnny Giuliano and Cardo and Sledger and you know like fucking epic beats and all these motherfuckers are on it. The legends, the goats, they're all on there. And I'm just like listening to my beats. And I'm listening to their beats. I'm listening to my beats. I'm like my beats don't hit like they beats. I'm like I don't know how the fuck I'm gonna make money in this shit. Like cause they beats is crazy. Like I'm a I'm a Johnny Giuliano stand, bro. Like people know me. I love Johnny Giuliano. Like, I love Johnny Giuliano's beats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Johnny Giuliano. Kits. Shout out to them. People don't even know, bro. Like, Taz Taylor, the TT comes from Johnny Giuliano. It's the alliteration. You know what I mean? I just like the way Johnny Giuliano rolled off his tongue. So I was like, Taz that dude's Taylor. Not fired up. You know what I mean? Like, I couldn't be fucking John Smith. It doesn't roll as well. No, like, Johnny Giuliano. I was always jealous as hell as his name, bro. That shit always looked fire on the sound click with the graphics. Like, he always had the craziest fucking layout pages and shit on sound click. Johnny Giuliano go. Hey, shout out, dude. <laughs> <laughs> shout out Johnny Giuliano, yeah, yeah. man. But um I'm on SoundClick. I'm seeing all these motherfuckers, bro. And at that point, the the game of the the win of SoundClick was you gotta buy ads. You know what I mean? You buy ads, you be promo, and then they advertise your beat, and then that's how people see the beat, and then they just go buy your beat. There was no YouTube, there was no type beats, there was no none of that shit. Um, and then there was producers weren't even on Twitter. This is 2010, 20, 2009. Like, yeah, they wasn't even, they wasn't even on Twitter like that. So, oh, how how real y'all want me to be? Y'all want me to be real in this interview? Be real. Yeah, All right, cool. I'll be real because I made it out of shit and I don't give a fuck. So I was like, fuck them. You know what I mean? At the time, like, man. So see, this is the thing that you gotta go, you gotta, you gotta go back, bro. Like my dad, right? He would come in and out of my life periodically. And one time he came in my life when I was seven, he dropped off like a fucking like 90 Windows 98 ass computer. So me, I don't have family to fuck with me. I don't have shit. I'm going to band practice. Like I said, Remember, I'm painting the picture of me. I didn't do nothing, bro, but just abuse that goddamn computer, bro. I was on that computer every fucking day, bro. I learned how to hack. I learned how to fucking code in a sense. Like I was like 11 years old, just like helping all my friends code their MySpace pages. Like, design their shit, code everything. Because I already knew, like, the breaker lines and the codes and all that shit just from being on the internet. Fucking 4chan, all that shit. I was on that shit. You know what I mean? So, like, I seen all that shit at a crazy young-ass age. So, whenever I was, like, in the producing shit, I, I don't know, bro. I'm sitting there looking at the game. Like, why is everybody just only, like, bro, you got to understand, like, motherfuckers would camp out. It'd be, like, Black Friday. You know what I mean? They would be waiting for midnight for the, for the, for the promo spots to open up on SoundClick. To buy the ad space. You know what I mean? Like, that's all it was. Put a beat up. It's not selling. Go buy ads on it. Hopefully it sells. That's it. That's that's as far as motherfuckers would go to, like, promote their, their beats. So, um, I'm sitting there looking. I see, like, Twitter going, whatever. I'm like, you know what, bro? I'm going to take my shit to Twitter, dog. I said, I don't see no one over there. I'm just going to go be me. Talk about my shit. And I was, like, one of the first producers on Twitter is, like, actually doing that shit. And because I have an extensive knowledge in like the internet and website building, coders, hackers, all that shit, whatever, I stumbled across a website called like Black Hat Forum or some shit like that. And they have like Twitter bots on there. So I'm my ass is on there and I'm buying these Twitter bots and I'm fucking stealing everybody's followers, bro. Like I'm using it on my circle at the time. You see what I'm saying? So like 
Superstar Ola, you did that. I'm running your fucking followers, Johnny. <laughs> I'm running your followers, Vibe. I'm running your followers. And because all the people that f- would follow them buy beats or know them from buying beats, they would turn into customers. See what I'm saying? So it got to that point where my Twitter game just got stupid. So then the hustle went from like me selling beats and doing all that shit to me being like, hey, bro, um, I got this little service I'm running. You know what I mean? Like I'll run your Twitter account. I'll boost your shit. I'll get your shit popping. I'll get you some, some, you know what I mean? Some clients, whatever. And I was doing it $40 a piece per week per account. And I was doing like 40 accounts at a time. Producers just. This is really some hustling ass shit. Like, real shit though. But, the, it, but you know, as mud, being a producer, yeah. you, what are we waiting around for? $30 for leases? Like, I'm competing with the best producers on SoundClick and my beats ain't shit. I got to find ways to make money. You see my situation. Shit, I'm coming from like, I'm trying to get out there. Mm-hmm. But it's not like I'm like, but as you can see, you know what I mean? Like, that kind of is a trickle-down effect of history. Like, internet money, in a sense. You know what I mean? Like, me helping people build their accounts and doing that shit. You know what I mean? Like, then everybody started doing that shit. Damn, you was really getting money on the internet. like Money on the internet, for sure. But that ain't, I, didn't, I didn't come up with that name. I didn't come up with that shit. My homeboy, Denzel, he called me that. Because he, his name was Art Money. And that's when I was doing the more money shit. You know, more money. The artist shit. And that was his name. And it was like, yo, you on the internet, bro. You internet money. And I just put internet money. And then producers started fucking like. It was like a trend. Like People started money. saying like hashtag internet money. I was like, ah, I'm taking this shit. This is my shit. Hey, nah. With it. Yeah, that's my shit. And it became like a, I'm getting that internet money. Like it came that. That's how, that's the origin story of it. No, you got to keep going with the story though. What story? What YouTube. Part? Yeah, you stopped. Yeah, yeah, you stopped that. The YouTube part. Like you uploading beats to YouTube. Okay. Yeah. So I'm uploading. No, no, no. YouTube ain't happening. It's Twitter. No, well, he I'm stopped that accounts. Twitter. He said Twitter. Twitter He's accounts. doing accounts. Twitter accounts. So as I'm doing Twitter, I'm doing all these. I'm doing all this shit where I'm, I'm generating. I'm finding where I'm just churning, bro. That's what I would call. It. I just churn all day. I'm sitting there, following, unfollowing, following, unfollowing. People DM me, yo, you got beats? Yeah. All right, bet. I'm sitting there in DMs, like I'm selling beats through my Gmail, bro. I could pull up the Gmail right now where I'm like, yo. One lease, $40, two lease, $80. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sending this out to people because I don't have a website. And they're buying beats through my email off of this service I'm running on Twitter. You know what I mean? Where I'm, like, just generating followers, like, churning. And that was, like, <clears throat> pre-game, like, ads to me. You know what I mean? In a sense, like, I learned that shit. So whenever I was churning, I came across a kid, MJ Nichols. See what I'm saying? You know you know. Damn, MJ? I ain't yeah. heard a nigga in a long time. Bro. You want to know what's crazy? MJ Nichols still a part of internet money. Lives. 15 minutes from here comes here all the time brother his brother in internet money feral vice Fair, yeah blood Damn. brother real legit blood I ain't brother. seen him in a minute bro what they on like it's just like bro you gotta understand everybody in internet money is a different time period like we got like I'm 30 years old I just turned 30 but like I was 23 in internet money and some people were almost 30 you see what I'm saying so like people got kids man people got shit they trying to do it's like you gotta understand it like just cause some people in that money like want to go do all this crazy shit whatever some people don't want to do that some people are just perfectly fine like getting a couple placements doing their thing and like just chilling some people don't want to go do you know what i mean you got to just respect everybody on their own like journey and how far they want to take it right because mm-hmm. i know how far i want to take it and i there ain't no limit to shit i sacrifice everything to get here you know what i mean like a whole bunch of personal shit you feel me but like here we are. That's what it comes from. A lot of people, whenever you face life decisions, it's like, damn. People are like, I want to be in a relationship. I want to I wanna have more kids. I want to fucking have family time. I want to take vacations. You know what I mean? It's like, I'll tell you a story about me, bro, one time. So, right? Encino House. 
uh, in that money house. Um, my health was declining, bro. Shit was terrible. I was, shit was bad. That's been a, a characteristic through my whole life. As you can see where I come from, it's never been properly taught how to take care of yourself. You know what I mean? Like that. I just now in my life just started like a year ago, started hitting the gym. I've never been in the gym for that point. My mom every day would drink like two fucking liter Pepsis all fucking day, like five, six, like two liter Pepsis a day. I would just eat that shit. I would, no one told me it was bad for me. I didn't go to school and have to learn about health and all of that. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? So it's like, I would just eat what people around me eat and I'm product of that shit. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, I'm a big dude by nature. I've always been big my whole life. Real shit. But like now, but in that point in Encino time, my health was declining, bro. Like it was really bad. I had like a heart attack. Uh. Yeah, like a real deal heart attack in Encino. Like, I remember like walking down the stairs like, yo, I need an ambulance. And they got an ambulance, like everybody, like whole internet money house, like cleared out, bringing me out an ambulance, threw me an ambulance. But um, my business partner called me the next day I was, uh, when he found out because I stayed the night in the hospital. And they're like, I'm just worried. I'm worried about you. Um, do me a favor. Right now, leave. Take anybody you want. Take family member, one person, anyone you want. Please, Taz, listen to me, please. Anywhere you want, I'll pay for it. I'll get you on the phone with my, my, my agent right now. I'll pay for it. I'll pay for it. Just go on a fucking vacation, man. Please. You know what I did? I said, I can't. Because I'd rather be in a fucking studio knowing that I can, like, do what I want to do. And if I want to call people or whatever, they're going to answer my call. and Because that's what I love. I love to work. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like, this is my joy. I don't... I have a business manager. I don't know what banks I have. I don't know how much money's in my account. I don't want to know. You know what I'm saying? Because that shit fucks up my love for music. I just know I'm good forever. And I make sure that the people I put in that position, I could trust on my life. I ain't never switching my manager. I ain't got no contract with my manager. I ain't, I'm not one of the people like, he's got me on a contract. So me and my manager from day one have had a handshake agreement. Never like, and I'll never, never betray him on that because that's the type of person I am. I don't need a paperwork to say I'm loyal. You know what I mean? It's like that type of shit. The producing yeah. shit, all this what? It's just like uh. the industry's so different now, like hearing that is just crazy. Like But some real shit. Wait, what I've I'm having a heart attack, right? Whatever. I tell him, I said, no, I'd rather be in the studio. I don't have shoes because they took me out on a fucking a gurney or whatever. Like a, a stretcher in the back of a thing. They're like asking me, Are you good? Like they're fucking ripping my shirt open. They're fucking like doing fucking like cpr or some crazy shit on me i don't know bro that shit was scary but i don't have shoes on i leave the hospital i hop in an uber i go to the studio from the hospital and go work that's the type of person i am you know what i mean that's what i love to do so people know that shit everybody around me and that's why like and just speak on some other shit like people can have their opinions about me because we were talking about this before we were on camera you know what i mean like whatever people can have their opinions about me and what but a lot of the people around me know i'm a genuine person they know i love this shit and they know that like like you we all come from different situations different areas but you know you john on your homeboys right you mm -hmm. roast them you roast your, your people I just really started doing that. I'm but you good. see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. when you do it, do you mean disrespect when you do it? Yeah, no. no we but, you, but would you let your homeboys roast you? Yeah. It's that same shit. I, if I'm roasting you, I'm allowing you to roast me back. 
That's where I'm mm-hmm. come from. It's a it's like a term of endearment. Ugly ass boy, whatever. Like that's like <laughs> yeah. that's like yeah, yeah. Face head ass, ugly mm-hmm. ass, green ass, whatever. Like that's type of shit. That's where I come from, from Florida. Like that's like how we communicate. It's like love. It's like a term of endearment. If I don't fuck with you, I'm not gonna talk to you. I'm not gonna look at you. But coming up, there's a lot of people take that shit as disrespect because they don't come from the same spot that yeah, I'm from. Yeah, that's just And that money's from different people from all over the world. Like, I got producers in fucking Portugal. I got producers in London. I got producers in fucking uh, Belgium. You know what I mean? Like, I'll be traveling. Like, wherever I go, they be there. And I'll be like, yo, I ain't... This is crazy. I could just go to any city. I got I got a producer there, like, linking up. I understand, like... I, I ain't gonna lie My way of communicating Is roasting I ain't That's the same shit Nah that like, really is how If I don't fuck up. with you It's gonna be loud Like I'm gonna let you know I don't fuck with you But but boy. not but see this thing is like if I don't fuck with you You won't see me I'm not in the room With people I don't fuck with Niggas <laughs> <laughs> be texting you like Ted Ted You don't be texting don't, <laughs> No one texts me I be wondering why people Don't text me And I be I be asking people I'm like damn Why don't people text me Like do you text the people That you look at I'm like no why? Because you feel like you're burdening them. I'm like, yeah, like people feel like you do. I'm like, bro, I'll be alone on a Friday night. Y'all could text me. You could text me. <laughs> <laughs> like Jalen Ramsey and this bitch. <laughs> Come on to me after the game. <laughs> but just in general, bro, like I just wanted to get cross. I'm not trying to go on a 40 minute fucking spill on my whole story and shit like that. But that's no, I'm glad you did. Uh, you're very descriptive. I, I just wanted like, to kind of get a idea. We could get into internet money or all that other shit. I mean, just like. To the point of me coming up To like making beats To getting in the door You understanding my mindset Where I'm at You know what I mean Whatever like That's where I was That's me That was a, an important story to hear though Cause I'm It's a producer right now Probably like In a similar situation to you And they gonna hear that And they gonna get it on their ass And make it happen you know Right Nah yeah And I I, I, I told him like I told him It was just me and him And you can't see him behind the camera but we was just talking about whatever shit. And I was like, bro, my own fucking, like, my mom hated on me. That's because I said, like, my mom said, I never make a dollar for music. You'd be surprised how many kids come to me, like, how do you deal with your mom or your parents not, like, wanting you to make music? And it hurts the most because that is the people that you love the most. And they want, you want, you want their support. No, literally. It's different than you on the street and it's a random person hating on you. You deal with that shit all day. People don't get you. But, like, even your family, own family members. Yeah, it's, it's a little different. You know what I mean? So... Once you kind of like deal with that type of hurt, you know what I mean? Like you could you could overcome anything. Once you overcome the fact that like your own family, your own people don't want to, you know what I mean? Whatever, like that type of shit, like it, it could fuck you up. But you either going to decide like, is this shit going to fuck me up? Am I going to let it affect me? Or am I going to take care of me and make sure I'm good regardless? And then it's either like, I, I, I told myself since the beginning, like in any outcome, this is the reason why like odds stacked against me no matter what. I always try to overcome it because I'd rather be the reason why something worked is the reason why it didn't. And that's the, I told myself that since day one, bro. Like, why the fuck you drop out of school in seventh grade? How you go be successful? And I was like, I'd rather be the reason why it worked. You want to know why? Einstein dropped out in the seventh grade. I seen that and I was like, damn, bro, he's the smartest person, like one of the smartest people of all time. Like, that's a fun fact. I didn't know this. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, though. Is I was like, damn, he did that shit. Really I could do that shit. And it's like that shit, like people along the way shall add. So I know that I'm carrying the torch in some way for another kid out there. It's in a similar situation what like I was, you know what I mean? Like all this shit is, fuck the accolades, fuck, fuck the placements, fuck whatever. All this shit is, bro, is like the more success you get, the more hate you're going to deal with. Yep. You know what I mean? Right. The more no's you're willing to run into and keep running and stay on your feet. You got to be like Derrick Henry. You got to be like the fucking the strongest running back that's ever lived. The motherfuckers better bounce off of you, dog. Like, day one, I wanted to work with, I'm not going to name the artist. I was in 
Asana, Asana, man, I forgot we on podcast for a second. Asana, Asana pub deal because I didn't need no money. You know what I mean? Like I did it as a prove it deal. Like you hear that shit with athletes all the time. Shit, like they took a prove it deal. The music industry, I was making more money from online. Like bro, you know internet money. You knew this shit. I was posting my statements. I was one of the first producers that actually like because yep. whenever I was on SoundClick, it was hearsay what producers were making. Like oh, I heard they make a hundred grand a year. I heard they're making six figures. So whenever I actually did it, I posted it. Cause I want everyone to see, like, look, bro, like I'm making three, two, three, four hundred grand a year off PayPal just from fucking YouTube or type beats or drum kits or whatever. You know, I'm a man of many fucking right. as you can see. Like I'm I'm a very I'm I'm a salesman, you know what I mean? Like I can sell anything. I don't like to say that, but yeah, that fly is pretty cocky. But yeah, in a sense, like I just I make it make sense. You know what I mean? Sad shit, bro. That's all. That's all I do in this music shit. Is just make it make sense. Do you feel way. like this is a little going off topic, but do you feel like some producers kind of be like faking it? Like I, I don't even know if this is the right word, but like they don't have that drive. Like you could tell, you don't have to have the sad story to have that drive. Like you and Nick nah. have two different stories, but I yeah. have the same drive. Of course, you know what I'm saying. Like I feel like a lot of producers just be like. Like, I, I got this one friend, bro, and it's like, he's hard. Mm -hmm. he, he makes hard beats, but it's like, I be telling him, bro, make tutorials or go to placement route or mm -hmm. move to Atlanta or do this. And like, bro was telling, like, bro was like, ah, I'm going to do it. But you know, it's like, I've been doing YouTube since 2020, about to go into 2023. Now he's in the same position. And then it just clicked in me. I was like, uh, bro, tell you crazy really thing? rich. Want me to tell you a crazy thing? I deal with that at all levels. Yeah. Even still to this day. It's not just something that you deal with. It's a human characteristic. Mm-hmm. Take it, take internet money, right? Internet money, bro. If you're internet money, you could find your way into any situation and work on it. You see what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. you're internet money. You're essentially walking up to a club and being like, yo, I'm internet money. Like, all right, bet, come on in, you're good. And whatever you do once you walk in that door, that's on you. Right. You can you might end up a VIP at the end of the night, you know what I mean? But you you in the door off the name. See what I'm saying? People don't look at it like that. A lot of people look at internet money or getting to that point, like I made it. I don't need to go put in the work. You know what I'm saying? Even in that position now, you'd be amazed how many times I told people like, bro, go to Atlanta, put the work in. You know what I mean? Do the same shit that you're doing and even sign to internet money or doing all this shit, have, having the, bro, you'd be amazed how many artists like that I don't tell people we, we working on or working with or sending packs for shit like that where it's like, they have crazy opportunities I know people would kill for, bro. Like, even I was sitting here talking about Rio, like, sitting here making 70 beats for Drake, like, to, to try to get on Drake's album. Like, crazy opportunities. And you would just, like, be amazed at how many people actually lock in versus people who, like, really lock the fuck in. And the people who do is the ones who always get it. You know what I mean? But, like, it's a it's a mental thing, bro. Every human just being their own head for real. Even the most powerful people, like, the most... I'm I'm friends with some of the most powerful people in the music industry, bro, and it's all a mental thing. They be talking about just sitting on couches, staring at walls, and wondering like about life, just in their head. And like they can, you don't understand. They got some of the most powerful artists in the world on their phone. They can work, do whatever, and they just time flies by. They don't do nothing. Mental health and it's just crazy, motherfuckers. Just, it's it's like a. a it's like a wall you put yourself in, like a you stop yourself from doing shit, you know what I mean? So it's like, I try to encourage people all the time, the same shit I'm sure you do, you know what I mean? Like, you gotta go do this shit, you gotta come here, 
work on this, come sit on this. But at the end of the day, bro, like you can leave motherfuckers to water, but you can't help them drink that shit. You can't want it more than they want it for themselves. You know nah, what I mean? Like real fix right there. Yeah. And that's why it, it nah to be a producer, you don't need to come from a fucked up situation or whatever. You could come like like you said, me and Nick, we got two completely different stories. Nick comes from like a more put together life than what the fuck I come from. But I'm just showing the the spectrum. You know what I mean? That like mm-hmm. you could be where the fuck I come from and have all this shit against you and you still fucking like can climb your way out of any situation. Or you could come from easy mode you know what i mean where people fuck with you and everything you do is great and people are wanting to help you any route, route you can family friends whatever and you can still be great as well i know people on both ends of it it's like some of the most talented people i ever met in my life that went to like really proper schools and went to like music art schools and did all that shit like i didn't have that so all i'm saying is like you're right in that sense you don't have to have a crazy background do all that shit but i'm just more so speaking like how i said for people that like inspire me when i was that shit you know what i mean like coming through everything I had to come through, I want to be that for certain people, in a sense. You know what I mean? Like, my story, the shit that I do, or whatever. That's what all this shit's about. That's why y'all ask me about placement shit like that. That's a very zoomed-in, like, way of thinking about it. Because I'm I'm zoomed out. I'm looking at my life. You ever see them TikToks where it's like, I did the, the, uh, weekly, the weekly calendar challenge or some shit where they, like, every week they like scribble out a part of a calendar and it's like a zoomed out calendar their whole life and every week is just marked it's like crazy you realize how short life is you know what i mean but it's like that's how i feel though i'm zoomed out of this shit and i just be looking at it like i know what i want to get done i know what i'm trying to do i know how much time i have to do it how do i make it happen that's what my life is right now so i'm sitting here like to focus on one song or to focus on one specific thing it's like that's that what led me to the point where i'm like i want to go do a crazy label or i want to go like do all this crazy wild shit that like i never in my wildest dreams could imagine done you know what i mean but now it's not about like a specific song or like what we did in this moment or whatever it's just about like how much time i actually have to dedicate to building out that world you see what i'm saying that's like the mindset that i'm in right now at least so like that's why i don't want to talk about like accolades or credits or placements because all that shit bro is like who cares like honestly like if people want a fucking award like cool bro you worked on songs that's awesome and that's great work there's talented people everyone's talented i'm respecting the art i get it but like it's getting to a point where like the bragging of the credits and the names and i did this and i did that and blah 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 is like becoming more than the actual work itself yeah that's all I'm saying. It's like, yeah. I don't need to say the shit that I worked on. This is not me being egotistical or none of that shit. Cause it's like, no, I've been shit. a part of some crazy songs and that's, that's, that's good. But like to sit here, I feel like that's like an old timer thing. You know what I mean? Like when they retire, they show their accolades. Like they had 400 touchdowns and they started 400 games. Like but I don't want to, so I'm still in the in game. Career, yeah. I've only been in the industry since 2018. Right. You still got a long way to go and life is bigger than that. You exactly. Know? Like There's I'm, so much shit to this. Yeah. I'm trying to fucking sit here and lose weight and hit the gym so I can ex- expand my time to do, get shit done. Because like I was telling y'all off camera, like my goal isn't to have the biggest producer community or the biggest production collective or whatever. Cause I've been, I've been working at that. You see what I'm saying? Like that's been the goal for whatever. Now I want to have the biggest record label. I want to build the biggest overall record label. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm trying to compete every day. I have a staff of like six people right now, my, my, my record label. And if y'all knew the day-to-day operations, like 
I'm legitimately like competing with these labels. I'm finding a lot of these artists before labels are finding them. And I'm like, I'm doing more because labels, bro, they're just offering like, um, hey, we take your music and we fucking upload it. We don't get it and we don't give a fuck. We take your music and we upload it. That's what That's we do. That's literally what it gave us. That's what we do. Yeah, yeah, we'll get you We'll get you playlists. We just tell you that to get you in the door. Whenever you actually sign it, there ain't no fucking playlist. They don't get you no there playlist. No they're not marketing And people that on shit YouTube and shit are like, oh, they paid for that. Bro, show me a motherfucking playlist. Because I can name about 30 motherfucking one-hit wonders right now that would give every dollar in their bank account to pay for a fucking playlist right now. You couldn't pay for that if you fucking wanted to, bro. You see what I'm saying? It's like that type of shit. It's more politics. If it's so many politics. So many politics. So whenever you ask me when we first got here, it's like, and by the way, for people that's watching this shit, I'm jumping around a bunch of shit. But it's because like... No, but we touching everything. It's a good no, thing. No, no, hey, well, I understand what you're saying. But like, and I'm doing a majority of talking. I know there's going to be people like, he should just shut the fuck up and nah, let them great. speak. But I don't, I'm not looking at this. I hate questions. Like, because what am I supposed to do? You ask me my favorite song and I say, oh, I remember this moment. That was great. But there's so much more to get out of a conversation than me rehashing on like old ass placements or shit that I already done. Because it's not about that. It's about the journey along the way and the shit that you do with it. You feel me? Does that make sense? If I didn't, bro, I like, I, it's crazy because I want to go personal, but so much personal shit is so personal to where I'm going to get emotional. You know what I mean? Like, I was, I was, I was explaining this shit this morning, this morning to somebody about me. Every time I do something, bro, if I sneeze, right? People hold a mirror up and want to tell me about myself in some way. Either I sneeze wrong or I do something wrong or I, and I get it because people ain't used to seeing people that look like me do the shit I do or whatever. People think I'm disrespectful. Whatever the fucking reason is, bro, it's not ever that. The intentions behind the shit I do is always with love. The same way you just sat here and said like, oh yeah, I be jawing my homeboys all the time. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's love. That's the whole point of this shit is whenever I'm being critical about something or I'm sitting here telling somebody like, I don't fuck with this. The fact that I'm willing to tell somebody I do not fuck with something and not give a fuck if this person says, fuck you, I hate you, go die, get out my life. I don't want to work with you no more. I don't want to see you again. You're fucking whack. I don't care about your opinion. You suck. They can say whatever the fuck they want to say. But the fact that I'm still willing to deal with that and stand on my words and say, no, nah, I don't like it. People don't respect that shit anymore. That's the truth. Because you don't know why this is a society of people where they just want to be fucking coddled, bro. They want to be told they're great. They want to be held up the mirror. And whenever people hold up that mirror to them, they want to see their accomplishments. I don't like that. It makes me weird. Because anytime people hold up a mirror to me, it's never been to give me some flowers or an accomplishment. It's always been about what I'm doing wrong or how I'm offending people or how I'm a piece of shit. You know what I mean? But that's why I don't do interviews. This is why I don't talk to people. It's because like whenever you whenever I'm coming in and there's fucking questions and shit. No disrespect. I'm not disrespecting you. And I fuck no, with you. Good, good. And I fuck with you. I'm not talking about y'all. Y'all are on my side. We're on the same side. I'm talking about just life. You know what I mean? Whenever people ask me questions and shit like that, what am I supposed to say to that shit? Is that you know what I mean? Like if, what do what do y'all want out of questions? Like what do y'all get out of questions? I feel like I feel like my go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. Let me be honest with you. Yeah. Most of the time, not like this because we actually having conversation. Right. But most of the time, when I'm asking a question, gang, and the nigga talking about hit answer, 
I'm really thinking about the next question. I'm finna ask. That's what I'm saying, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just, like, my questions just be like, I be wanting to hear, like, people's point of view or, like, perspective. Because there's so many ways to look at shit. And I don't, I'm not going to lie. Like, That's, all this That's all it is. That's all it is. That's all it is. I don't, bro, like, people be, people get so technical and shit. Like, well, what did you do on the song? Or what did, you know what I mean? Shit like that. It's like, who gives a fuck? Were you, are you on the song? Do you, do you care? Like, you know what I mean? Like, do I go to you and be like, what girl did you fuck? You know what I mean? Like, who gives a fuck? I'm not sitting there asking, I'm not in your fucking business. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, you don't know why? Because that's between you and that person. I, I said it to y'all. I'm playing an undefined position right now. It's not discovered yet. That's, that's really what it is. I'm not an executive. I'm not a producer. Whenever you see me on credits and shit like that, that's because that's in some way that people got to give me my my credit yeah. to that contribution to that song. You feel me? Like, it takes a village to make a hit record. And I know nowadays shit is so fucking microwaved that, like, it's like, yeah, I just made this shit in my bedroom and they just got on it somewhere in a random studio. And, hey, I'm on Genius now, showing you how I made this beat in my bedroom on Deconstructed. That's cool. And that's awesome. But just understand, have the have the have that uh, the insight that not all music is made that way. You see what I'm saying? A lot of artists need real help, and I'm not sitting here saying that I'm the help, but I'm down to figure out what it is to get the help. You see what I'm saying? Like that's all it is. I want to make great music that I want to hear, that I fell in love with. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that's lost in today. Now people just like placement grind how do i get on this song how do i send out loops how do, how do i get do, some placement how do, how do i get, get this how do i get that and it's like i remember i was like that at one point and then yeah it might it might be easy for me to stand on my soapbox and sit here and say that that shit don't matter but in the bigger scheme of this shit like placements are going to come and go that's what that's what all this is about all of that accolades money success placements whatever you want flowers whatever you're in this for is all icing on the cake all you have to do is just keep going People are going to shit on you. They're going to tell you you're trash. They're going to tell you you can't be anything you want to be. You'll never make it. It'll be the people closest to you. It'll be your best friends. And if, if even if they ain't saying it to you, they're saying it about you. You want to know why? Because people only go off what they've seen before. If they ain't seen it, they don't believe it. It don't exist. Where I come from, I never seen someone making more than $30,000. I'm sitting here right now. I don't know how much money's in my bank account. If I actually knew, I'd probably lose my fucking mind, bro. And that's not me bragging about my money. I wear the same shit every day. Exactly. I wear the same shit every day. I I slut the fuck out my Tesla, bro. I be smoking in that shit. I be fucking just weed everywhere. Like, I'm the, I don't care about flashy shit, bro. I get shit and I raw dog it. Cause like, that's what you do. That's why I bought, you know, that's why I buy shit to enjoy my, the fruits of my labor. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I'm rambling, but a lot of this shit, bro, is just about the journey. And overall, my success, everything that's come, any placement, I, a lot of times, just chalk it up to two things. Right place, right timing. And I'm a... Dog. <laughs> I say this to people sometimes, and I feel like they're going to look at me crazy. You watch, you watch that, That's So Raven. Yeah. A little bit. I feel like that. I feel like I have like one of them powers in a sense. And this is I've never I never said this on an interview. I don't even tell people outside my immediate circle this. I've never said this in my life. But I have like a gut feeling, like an intuition about something. You know what I mean? Like 
when I see somebody, it could be an artist, it could be a producer, whatever, and they're like, how I get on Aaron Meyer? How does, bro, you you can't. Like, I got to fuck with you. Like, I got to see something in you that reminds me of myself in some way. Like, either it has to be like you have my work ethic or you see music the way I see music or you look at the world the way I, you know what I mean? Like, it's something, bro. It's something. There's not people just in Internet Money that, like, I don't see something in in some way. Any song that I've selected or any loop I picked, any beat I picked, any whatever, bro. Like, it's all selection. That's what it is. And as producers are going to understand, and they can say whatever the fuck they want to say, look, bro, I'm on the other side of this shit. I know where this shit's going. I know where this music shit's going. Y'all think this chat GPT shit is the the the, the start? They, they have that for music, bro. They have AI capabilities to literally take every producer out the fucking game yeah, if they I've really wanted that. to. If they really wanted to. Chat GPT, all that shit, you know what that shit is? It's about like, uh, it's not about the response anymore. You know what? It, what what's the talent? The prompt. You know what that is? Like, it's like uh, whenever you're like talking to the AI and shit like, like how descriptive you can be. I want, like with the, the Dolly shit, the little AI art shit, just be like, I want a Salvador Dolly 1969 painting that's pink pastels. You know what I mean? Like, all this type of shit. And it would paint it out like that. It's the description that's worth something now going forward. You know what I mean? There's companies now hiring people like, yeah, we need somebody, an AI prompt specialist. That's what's going around now. You know what I'm saying? That's what companies are hiring for now. AI is taking this shit over. Yeah. I've, been, I've been operating. I've been using internet money like it's AI for the past four years. And people be like, well, how do you, it's because of that. I just focus on my prompt how do i make sure that like when i'm telling people something that it like it's correct like yo i really like this beat whatever and they could there's times where i'm wrong of course of course everyone's wrong but it's like they just know and people around me know that like they see me be right a bunch of times on shit fuck it i'll try it and that's all i need sometimes is that little wee what leeway in whether it be like yo i got this beat idea or yo you should hop on this loop or yo maybe you should work with this artist or, bro, maybe you should do a song like this. Or, bro, honestly, like, I'm I'm tired of fucking hearing about spinning the block. Maybe let's do some other shit. You know what I mean? Like, it's just shit like that. You'd be amazed. And then f whenever I'm sitting here saying, let's do some other shit, I'm going with them and helping them find some other shit. Normally, whenever I'm helping artists shit, bro, there's been times where, like, I'm naming artists. I'm naming them. I'm naming their albums. I'm designing their album covers. I'm doing the track list. You see what I'm saying? There's been times where I'm writing the songs for certain artists, like legitimately pen to paper, like writing words. Like there's times where I'm singing on songs. Y'all don't even know. Like I could pull up songs right now and play and be like, yeah, you hear that? You hear that? Ooh, that's me. That's me singing. You want to know why? Because I can sing. People don't know that. You want to know why? Because the same reason when she started like going off on the accolades and all that shit, I muted it. I don't want that shit. I don't care about it. The people who know will know. And that's cool. What the fuck I do. But people, I just want people to understand that like. Y'all don't see everything and that's for a fucking reason. You know what I mean? With like this internet money shit. So. It's not because like there's some weird shit going on or there's some satanic Illuminati shit going on. It's just like. Like I said, bro, I'm so focused on what the fuck I got going on. To where why whenever I get shit done, if I'm even sitting here and I even want to talk about accolades, why am I going to sit here and go high five on social media about some shit I just done? I'm sitting here before when y'all setting up mics and the cameras and shit and the fucking lights. 
I'm sitting here telling y'all shit that we y'all like what? I didn't even know that. I didn't even know, right? There's so much shit that I'm involved in. People don't even know because that's I'm building out a world. The the internet money is a Minecraft realm, and I just got all my partners with me, and we just building this shit out. We building buildings. But, yo, Nick Mirror, I want a fucking volcano right here. Yeah, Taz, I think this volcano would look fine. Bet let's build it together. That's really what this shit is, and it's a Minecraft realm, bro. And money for forefront, and I wouldn't be here if it all goes back to like this shit. If I would have stopped at that point, if I would have stopped at this point, if I would have stopped when this person told me no, none of this shit would have been possible. So now in my point in position where I got powerful people hating on me or artists that don't want to work with me, bro, you'd be you'd be amazed at artists that be like, I ain't getting on another internet money beat. You wanna know why? Because I have their producer signed, <laughs> and they can't fuck their producer over. You see what I'm saying? Like when you're internet money, bro, like your beat prices, they're different. I got producers that if they wasn't internet money, their beat prices would be like two, three hundred dollars a beat. But because they're internet money, they get and people on songs, they get bigger, bigger advances. Bigger shit gets handled. More business gets done. And that's what people will say whenever that anyone that comes in contact with me is I handle my business. And I'm always about what's fair. People make jokes and shit like Internet Money got 90 producers on a song. Y'all don't never be around y'all's homeboys making beats. And it's like, hey, bro, you want to hop on this? I just got I, I don't know, bro. I don't want to finish this hi-hat. Yeah, a I fucking hi-hat. Who gives a fuck? This is my mans. Who cares? You be seeing like, bro, I grew up seeing videos of fucking Sizzle and fucking Metro. And like, bro, like I said, shout out to AOA Mafia and shout out Mike Will. Like the Mike Will uh, ear drummers fucking vlog where he's in there with fucking glasses on the studio. And he got Mars and all them fucking ear drummers just listening to beats and turning up going crazy. Like, the collaboration of your team. You see what I'm saying? Like, that's that's what matters. That's what this shit's for. It's not about, I did this shit all myself. Like, oh, I'm a fucking hundred percenter. The music industry made you feel that way because publishing companies made motherfuckers feel that way because they wouldn't advance their deals if they wasn't a hundred percent in songs. They wouldn't account towards their deals in certain publishing companies. See what I'm saying? So that's why, like, ah, oh, I do all this shit myself. Like, who gives a fuck, bro? I, I have songs where there's 15 producers on it. And guess what? There's 50% publishing on songs. And guess what? That 15 producers that shit split equally one two three four whatever 50 divided by 15 is i don't know because i'm not fucking i don't know math that's what everyone has on that song any song i'm on go count the credits any song i'm on unless there's an outside producer and they pull some fuck shit see what i'm saying and then it's that you're burying your grave with me dog if you can't come in and you get the same amount on a song that i'm getting you see what i'm saying Cause you you think you're better than me, or you think you're better than this person, or you think you're better than that person. We did all this shit together, bro. Like, you're dead to me. I'll give you what you want on the song, but I ain't working with you no more. Cause I only do business with people that are all about equal and fair shit. You see me? You see what I'm saying? I've been a part of songs where I got nothing, diamond songs, nothing that I produced on, and that's why people are like, oh, well, Taz, Taz don't make beats, bro. I made motherfucking beats, bro. You know I made motherfucking beats. Yeah, yo, I was there during them 2015 days, bro. Like that's I produced on motherfucking Freestyle by Lil Baby. That loop? That's me. That's me on the loop. That's me. I just got my motherfucking credit on that shit, bro. Just got my motherfucking credit on that shit. But do you see me out here, whatever? No, because you know what? I've already done that. I've already produced. I've already accomplished that part of my life. When you sit here and you're saying like, Man, producers just want to do collectors. I did that. I'm trying to go build a record label. I'm trying to go build a publishing company. I'm trying to go fucking own something. 
Like I'm trying to go really just fuck shit up and not only just do it for like producers, but I'm doing it especially, bro, for internet producers. You know what the fuck this shit was like, bro. Motherfuckers used to shit on us, dog. No, they used bro. to look at us with still disgust. Do. They still do, bro. And why? Because we want to make more money? Like, that shit don't make sense, bro. A lot of a lot of internet producers, bro, that we didn't have, we can't sit around and wait fucking three years on an artist to not sign a fucking contract because their lawyer can't hunt them down. So we don't get our motherfucking beat fee. And yes, that does fucking happen. Even the internet money, bro, you'd be surprised. How I many of these big ass major label artists can't fucking their lawyer can't get them on the phone and they don't sign fucking paperwork and they don't do proper business and we still ain't been paid for fucking beat fees that happened fucking three years ago two years ago that shit done went gold that shit done went platinum you know what i mean we ain't making money off this shit yeah what so people are mad at producers for going and selling for thirty dollars a piece let me tell you what i was on the fucking internet selling the same motherfucking lease hitting that shit 30 30 30 30 so i want to come Bet you could get the same motherfucking beat, big dog, right here for 50 bucks. Oh, you want the same beat for 200? All right, bet. I got the premium waves, bro. You could get the track outs with this motherfucker, bro. <laughs> 200, big dog. Let's go. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. I got options, bro. Like, I'm trying to make some money, bro. Like, I'm living in my mom's crib. That's what it was at the time. I got a, I got a kid. I'm 22. I didn't leave Jacksonville to the age of 22. I didn't get on a plane to the age of 22. I had to make it out that motherfucker, bro. I'm trying to get paid. I'm trying to get some money. I'm trying to get something, bro. I'm trying to get out this motherfucker. You feel me? So how how you gonna hate on internet producers? Because the internet made it possible for motherfuckers like me from Jacksonville, Florida to come up and make something. If I wasn't on the internet, bro, there'd be none of this shit. There'd be no internet money. And then think about all the artists that we work with or the artists that we might have found or put on or co-signed or whatever. That shit wouldn't have happened, bro. And it all started, you want me to tell you, you want, you want to know the crazy shit? Internet money only started because Designer got my beat off of YouTube. Everything started because Designer went on YouTube and got a French Montana Drake type beat and rapped on that motherfucker. Yeah. He, put, he put Gucci Mane on it and that shit come out. That was my first little placement. And that placement right here is called Life. Yeah, I thought it was Trey Song. Sorry. No, no, no. I, Trey, that, I, I ain't gonna get paperwork for that. This is my first real official placement. Oh, okay. My yeah. first real official placement. But what like was that, the Trey Song song? It was just like some shit because I had a manager at the time and like he was like his homeboy so like he was like working with him. It was like some shit like it wasn't. You know how that should be, bro. Yeah. yeah. Everybody know how that should be. Shit, whatever, bro. But that was my first real official placement. You know what I mean? Like, I got a pub deal off of that. I, I remember... Just having that song and telling big ass artists like, yo, I, I remember being at APG, sitting there like, then being like, yo, this is Taz. Cause you know, we we did fuck love at that moment. This is 2017, like August, August 25th. That's Nick's birthday. On his 17th birthday, fuck love dropped. And the, the album that it dropped on was 17. That was Nick's first placement on his 17th birthday. That's crazy. Wow. But we we were doing meetings and shit like we would be in the hallways running motherfuckers like APGs like the studio and shit we did like lemonade and shit out of and it'd be like yo bro like Taz fuck with you bro like you don't know who Taz is like man he wants to work with you and they'd be like dead ass bro I'd be right here A&R right here manager right here whoever the fuck right here artist you, you the artist they wouldn't even acknowledge me and be like I'm good I don't wanna work dead ass those same artists I work with a year later. You, you see what I'm saying? But it's like, 
whenever the door slammed in my face, I didn't stop going, bro. I kept going. It's it's that. Talk about like, cause I already know like you went through book, cause it was already hard. Like it was hard as fuck just to make internet producers, bedroom producers official. So I know it was ten times harder trying to make. You know what I'm saying? A serious label. Like, just talk about the bullshit. Even, even now, taking that. People, a lot of people still don't take their internet money shit as serious. Even though, but that's because they don't see all the shit that I'm doing behind the scenes. Mm. Like I said, I got a five-man crew. I'm battling with labels that have 200 to 300 employees, a- employees yeah. and lawyers and fucking A&Rs. And, you know, they got people on just deals that just offer advice. They just put them on, like, payroll. Like, yo, I give you five bands a month. You just Consulting. give me your... Yeah, you just consult. You just give me your opinion. That's that's it. I'm against people like that. Like, oh, real ass A&Rs that get paid 100, 200, 300 grand a year. And I got a team of five people and I'm out here negotiating, finding the same marks before these labels. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got an extensive ass database, bro. I got a, I'm all about, if, if you know about me, bro, you know I'm deep in the NFL. I'm deep in the NFL from like the behind the curtain side, like analytics and stats and, you know, all that sh- measurables, all that shit. I bring that shit over into music, bro. I study numbers every Monday morning, bro. I'm crunching fucking numbers. I got every artist in the underground listed out how much they streamed each week, how many units they fucking moved, signed and unsigned, who they signed to. I got this shit extensively fucking mapped out, bro. I'm against all these labels, but I'm doing it because like I'm a label and I can help do all this shit. I can help market. I can help put shit together. I understand all that. You know what I mean? But also I help make the music. A lot of labels don't bring that shit. That's what I'm trying to do. I want to help make the music that I want to put the music out. See what I'm saying? I hate dealing with, I make the music and I got motherfuckers walking in the room telling me, yeah, there's just something with these rolling toms that's just weird. What is a rolling tom, dog? You mean the 808? Yeah. Is that what it is? Telling me what to change on a fucking song. Bro, they said rolling tom. You see what I'm saying, though? (laughs) That's the shit I got tired of, bro. I got tired of motherfuckers who don't know what the fuck they're doing. Fucking up a process and fucking up so many good ass records. Think about all the good ass records, bro. That could have come out. Motherfuckers didn't fuck them up. See what I'm saying? It's that type of shit. That I got tired of shit like that. So it's like, hey, bro, I really see what we re- we really could be doing. Let's just do that shit. That's what internet money is. I don't try to be the biggest producer in the world. I don't try to be the fucking that people got egos, bro. They gotta feed their fucking clout at the end of the year. Ah, I'm on this, man. I'm a super producer. I don't give a fuck about that shit. That's cool. People can say whatever the fuck they want to do, bro. I'll be, me, I'll be around these super producers. Same shit. They cool. I ain't got no problems with anybody. I'll be cool. That's the thing. Is like, these people, IRL, in real life, you feel me? Like, they they fuck with me. It's it's all cool. I don't know. You see what I'm saying? Nah, nah this some shit, real nigga. shit. Like, this is why I don't do interviews. I don't do interviews. This is why I don't do interviews. Because I be wanting to get moments like this where I can just speak and talk and talk about shit. And I want people to hear me out on shit. But whenever I be in interviews, they be stopping me halfway through and be like, yeah, but how was it working with fucking Ian Dior? And it's like, that's cool, bro. But that's not like you could go. Yeah, that's not what I'm about. Like, what is people going to get from that? You you see what I'm saying? Get it all out. This is some real shit. (laughs) Like, people need to hear it for real. (laughs) Nah, not after that. Nah, just switch it up, though. Yeah, we done rambling on the the negative. We can talk about some positive shit. That shit was deep, though. I ain't going to lie. I just want to let people know, bro. More importantly, like I said, it's just like don't stop. That's it. Moment of silence, face Oh, uh, where? <laughs> Wait, what do you think? Cause you, you, you say you fuck with him, you know about all this shit. You used to watch like my vlogs and shit. So what do you think? The, like what you thought is it what I just told you. Is that what you thought it was? 
Yeah, yeah. I ain't never, I won't never like the, oh, Tad did, Tad that. Like, I seen how blunt you is. Like, I, I ain't gonna like, I know you, cause I don't know you, nigga. But like, I see, like, I could, I relate to you in a lot of ways. Like, even on the background story, bro, like, mm -hmm. I just had a relationship with my dad. Like, called that nigga, like, four or five months ago. Mm -hmm. I only seen him twice, type of shit. You feel mm -hmm. me? Like, I know what it's like. I don't talk about, like, the relationship with my mom and, like, she got MS. Yeah. Feel me? So I know what it's like elementary school stealing my little brother's dad's shit and selling mm -hmm. his shit because he being on my mom's and like I know what the hustle like. I'm yeah. from New York like. And see that's what drives you right now to keep yeah, going type shit. Feel me? So it's like, that same shit. I relate a lot of ways and just a lot with the situation and stuff. My biggest thing that people don't know is like I come off as an asshole because I always be on your ass. I always roast. Exactly. I always this shit but I'm like a helping person like I help all my niggas all my mm -hmm. friends like that's this nigga right here. Like, I help everybody, but mm -hmm. I know how it is to be put in a, like... A, a box. Yeah, niggas view you like this when it's like, damn. It's like, like, you can't do no no right. If you really know me, though, you'll know how genuine and just... I don't be caring about the politics shit. I don't man, be caring about nothing. If that's the case, too. man, let me tell you this, bro. Rio Leva and Nick Mirren, my producers, all the producers don't earn that money for that. They're some of the most genuine people, period. They're some of the most nicest, like, bro, I'm not even gonna lie to you, like... I couldn't imagine someone like Nick or Rio like killing a fly. Like that's the type of people they are. If I'm some piece of shit human being, no one like that would even come anywhere near me with a, a 10 foot pole. You see what I'm saying? And a lot of times I'm just rough around the edges. I'm very blunt. I'm very upfront. So it's like, people just don't know how to take that shit. That's just the truth of it. Artists, producers, whatever. And in the same way, I have to have the hindsight and the realization of like, look, if I'm going to give it out, I got to be able to take it. You feel me? Like, I'd be taking shit from the same way I'd be giving it out to people. Like, I understand that, like, I'm not perfect by any means. And I'm every day, bro, I'm trying to be better than I was the day before. Like, that's why I don't do interviews. That's why I don't like doing podcasts. Why I don't like doing whatever. Because, bro, like, it freezes me in time. You see what I'm saying? Like, people, if they want to go learn about me, they'll just, like, like you was doing, right? Like, you would, like, look up an interview and say, okay, cool. But it's like. I'm not that person. Yeah. It's like, definitely yeah. different from what I watch. Oh. Are y'all the same person y'all was last year? Like, uh, that, not no meme shit, but like, bro, I'm sure that y'all have like, all like, overcome shit and like, bettered yourself or like, damn, I didn't even think about it like that. Like, you just had the hindsight, like the fucking, the perception, you know what I mean? Like, it's like that shit. Every day I just try to like, look at myself in the mirror and like, what else can I do today? You know what I mean? To like try to make myself a better person. I'm not perfect by any means. I'm still rough, really rough around the edges, bro. I'm like a fucking, I'm like a fucking one of them spiky ball things. You know what I mean? But like everyone is, you know? A, a lot of people are just better at like masking their shit and like covering it up than what I am. But I just fuck with like the be raw, be authentic. Like I was telling um Dylan the other day, I was like, bro, like I just I can't hop on the interviews and just like what's up guys are talk proper like I like it, I know yeah. I, yeah you feel me like I just gotta be me type yeah. shit yeah do you be like what's what what which interview you been most nervous for it's probably like the first couple ones I did like February Nico and it's because like these are my first couple interviews I'm cool with them now you I just like didn't want to fuck it up type shit it wasn't even more so about like the interview itself it's just like damn I don't want to I don't want to fuck this up it's not even that it's like because like personally like now unless I'm real close to you 
I ain't finna hold no conversation with you. It's like a test trying to hold a conversation with somebody. Trust me, I know, bro. Somebody, you know fucking blind to me over here not saying shit. You wasn't <laughs> speaking to me at all, bro. And then he come to find out. He don't talk. Come to find out, he's like, oh, bro, I know all about your shit, bro. Like, I'm hip. I was like, bro, you didn't say shit. He didn't say shit. What is, what is the fucking 21 Savage shit? He, he kind of quiet, though. He funny as hell. You just got to get to know him. <laughs> you chosen me for <laughs> No, but when I, when I first met TV, he didn't talk to me neither. But now, like, we be laughing and making jokes yeah, and shit, like, but, like, he ain't I'm gonna be to me real. Either. I'm gonna be... I say I'm gonna be real a lot, too. That's what y'all gonna... That's what y'all gonna learn from me. I'm gonna be real. Uh, whenever I met you, you was, like, quiet as so hell. I was like, oh, man, he's gonna... He's gonna kill me with these questions. Dead ass. Because yeah, you, you was like, what's up, bro? I, I be like, trying that. to fit, bro. I be trying to work on that shit, but, like... I was like, oh, oh man. Oh, no, gang. Like, it just be... Whenever he was like, ooh, whenever he was like, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm hip. I know all about the shit. Like, I know about, like, your whole history. So I was like, ah. Oh. Nah, we cool. Yeah, like, I don't, just, I don't like explaining, bro. Anti-social, you feel me? Like, I don't really not explain it. But I do know, like, once it's like, it take like a sentence or something just for a nigga to laugh or like, mm -hmm. or I could compare from this and then right. it's like straight, you feel me? Right. Come, coming up in Richmond though, right? Like, Virginia, right? Like, you, uh... I mean, I moved all over. Like, I'm really That's from, where you were born? No, I'm from New York. I lived uh, in New York Tower 8. I lived mm -hmm. in Georgia three times, Virginia, Louisiana, uh, never New mind, York. Bro. I'm like, sitting here thinking you authentic Virginia out here. Nah, I was yeah, about to nah, start man. getting in deep. Like, I lived in Virginia bro, so the like most, you, though, you feel me? Like, so like what? Like, what was your musical inspirations? It was really, I'm going to be real with you, like, I didn't really start listening to, like, really critiquing music mm -hmm. till like, 2012, bro. It's embarrassing, but, like, I came in on, nah, like, yeah. like, really, like, analyzing, listening to shit. Like, like what? Like, Cheeky, bro. Like, oh, of course. 2012, Cheeky, and then... Like rich homie Quan, but she keep my neighbor IRL. He's my neighbor in real life. <laughs> <laughs> that crazy. little video that he went viral on Fourth of July with that shit, bro. I got dogs. I hated that shit. I said like 2015 for like Future. Mm -hmm, yeah, watching like when I was telling Metro last time, like the good cook up Metro shit. That's when I really like Thanks. got into it. And then bro, I still to this day watch a video of Metro like Sizzle, Sunny, all them like just TM. Ken Kirk, what happening? Ken Kirk. It was really like, and I ain't even trying to say this on no hype shit, but like, I'm being dead ass. Like, yeah. it was a Taz Taylor vlogs. Like, you could ask this nigga and probably any other nigga. Like, my shit ain't even about like getting placements or any of that. Like, I always wanted to be like the Kyle Beats or the nigga with the camera just <laughs> vlogging, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm I dead ass. I ain't even trying to hype this shit. Like, no, I'm, yeah. I'm so dead ass because it's like, I be saying this shit all the time and like preaching this, like, no one else really did that vlog shit. Like, the shit that mattered to me the most was that vlog channel, bro. Just seeing the lifestyle. I always said I wanted that shit. And if you really, like, critique what I got going on, like how I just got my house and all this shit and vlogging this shit, it's really just copying the exact formula you did back then. If you really want to be, like, on kind of crazy, bro. I don't want that shit to sound weird, shit. But it's not weird. Bad. No one's told me that about the vlogs, though. I'll be real. Very, very, never. I see that shit online. I see someone be like, man, I, I used to watch your vlogs. But... Never in person that someone brought the vlogs to me. Yeah, bro, like, that shit was real. I like, got, people hated me for them vlogs, bro, because I was, like, around my kid, my kid was, like, one. I'm like, man, fuck. <laughs> my little, little one-year-old. Man, why are you cussing around me? I'm like, man, this is normal, man. Yeah, them shits was like, you see what I'm saying? But, like, my backyard, that shit normal. What y'all want to talk about, bro? I don't bro, even feel let, like let's this Let's get these questions now. Do you really want to answer questions? <laughs> now I want to answer questions. want to answer questions? Are you sure? He breaks out the iPad. Now I want to answer questions. <laughs> I just wanted to get past it because it's hard to answer questions without y'all getting to know me. I feel like people now might have a better idea understanding like who I actually Why am as a human being like instead of just me be like, yeah, I like this song. 
Yeah. You really left off at the perfect spot because I feel like people That's exactly know the tight beat yeah. once you did the. I feel like the from YouTube, there, people can, yeah, they, already they know. can do the history, but they can't go find out like where I come from and shit like that. Of course. I want to talk about artists. I mean, before we get into the artists, I just want to know how you met up with um, Bird, your manager. Okay. Um. Yeah, so I was on Twitter and I was a devious ass kid. And um, I felt like I had to die on the hill for every like internet type beat producer. So I was legitimately like sticking my neck out for every type beat producer. And the fucking legend, which by the way, I'm a big ass Ninth Wonder fan. Like at the time, I was a huge ass Ninth Wonder fan. That's why I got so mad. Is because like, oh, I hurt. I don't know. <clears throat> I hurt. Like I was a like bro. Like I I wanted to go to his school and have him like teach me in his fucking seminars. Like y'all understand, but like he had a group act act proof act actual proof. I was like a fan of them. You know what I mean, like boom bap shit. Like I got in making boom bap beats. You know what I mean, so samples, chopping samples. I told you Kanye is my inspiration. Like Shaka Khan sample, whatever. So uh, type B producer, our internet producer, Ninth Wonder says some shit about type B producers, and I just went the fuck off. And I just basically said, hey bro, I'm making more. And, most industry producers out here, I'm a fucking type B producer, whatever. And then it just got back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And then Bird, at the time, was managing this producer, Menace, that did uh, Panda, which is also a type beat. You know what I mean? One of the biggest songs in the world. Came from a type beat. And uh, Bird DM'd me on Twitter. He said, yo, I see I see you going viral with this, this shit you fighting with Ninth Wonder shit about. I swear to God, I pulled the DMs up. He said, uh... You you know like your your message is 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 right, but the way you're saying it is wrong, and that's the first time in my life that anyone's ever like critiqued me on anything like like personally like uh the way I come across you know what I mean. So I was like taken back by that shit, and um we got on the phone we chopped it up and I was just explaining my whole story, bro. We were on the phone for like I don't, I'm looking at you ask a question, but like uh see this is weird because no you, it don't matter yeah but we just chopped it up we was on the phone for like eight hours. And then from that moment, the literal next day, literal next day, I got an email from Steven Victor saying, yo, you sent designer a beat? And I was like, I ain't never sent designer a fucking beat in my life. Like, what? What is this? Oh, Bird sent it? No, no, no. He just went and got off YouTube. Designer did. So I hit Bird because he just dealt with them on Panda and everything. I was like, yo, bro, like, I don't know what this situation is, but he just hit me saying I sent beats to the designer and I got a single. So I'm trying to get the shit figured out. No paperwork, no nothing. Bird went down to Steven Victor office and got it clear, got it handled. You know what I'm saying? Like, from that moment, I ain't never do no paperwork with him. I ain't never do none of that. And I was just like, that's my big brother. There's been times where, like, man, the first in that money house, I used to get in a G-Wagon, drive down in the hill, and, like, cry on the phone with this man because I just left home. I was homesick. I left my kid in Florida. You know what I mean? Like, my dad left me, so my biggest, like, my biggest goal in life was to never be, like, leave my son. You know what I mean? And this music shit, I had to, like, make that decision to, like, Y'all have to stay in Florida. I got to go to L.A. I got to go get this shit figured out, and then I'm going to bring y'all out here. You know what I mean? They out here now. My son lived five minutes away from me. I see him. I just I was with him today. You know what I mean? But, like, at the time, the shit killed me, bro. So I was, like, so depressed. It's hard to do anything. And I just called Bird, and Bird be, like, talking me off the ledge for real. You know what I mean? But, like, that's my real brother, and ain't nothing ever going to come into it. People be mad at all that, bro. I see many people, like, get into this shit with their manager and shit and they can't wait to get on and drop them and go find another one. And then they just get in a sunset clause and they go find another one. And the next thing you know, they still paying four managers to go their percentage. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Just all this shit is like, and then you know what it all stems down to is because a lot of people don't have respect for their managers. And that's the truth. A lot of people look at it like they need me. And the truth is, is like, 
my whole life, I ain't never told Bird this, but I need a bird. Like, Bird was like my dad. I ain't never have that. You know what I mean? Like, my dad was a forklift operator. And when he wasn't, you know, home on the weekends, like, he's at work 24 7. I ain't never have a dad like that. Bird was like my dad. He was a person from day one, like, yo, bro, like, you need to get your shit right. Like, you're wilding. Like, bro, I was on fucking Periscope with an AR 15. You know what I mean? Like, just fuck this person, fuck that person, whatever. Like, I didn't, I wasn't around human beings, bro. So, I don't know social cues. I don't know, like, whatever. I'm just like, when people threaten me, I go to 100. Or when people, like, piss me off, whatever, I don't know what 50 is. I don't know what 40 is. I zero to 100. So, Bird's kind of been helping me, like, pull that anger back and kind of helping me, you know, like, become a man in a sense. So, it's like, how can I ever look at Bird and be like, man, you don't deserve this 20% management managers get, you know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? I did this. You don't, you know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't be here without that man. See what I'm saying? And that's a real shit that a lot of people don't have respect for their managers over. Because there's a lot of shit outside of business that managers got to deal with or lawyers got to deal with or even producers, executive producers got to deal with that people don't put themselves in our shoes and be like, damn, like Bird, real, real deal be my therapist. Like 10 times out of 10, bro. Like real shit. You ever had someone that you could just go to and you know for a fact that like if if like I don't got to pay this man, I ain't got to do nothing for him to give a fuck about me. If I go to a therapist, they want my time, they want an hour, I got to pay them, dog. Right. You know how flaw that feels to me? Like, they don't give a fuck about me. They just want this hour. I can sit on the phone. I could, yo, I'd be on FaceTime, Bird, Bird have his new newborn daughter on his shoulder right, right here. Like, no, 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 you good? No, we good. Like, keep going. I'd be on the phone for eight hours. And that's because it's genuine love and it's respect. And he cares about me. He looks at me like his little brother out here. You feel me? So it's like, it's more than a manager. I feel like it's like a, a keeping me alive fee. You feel me? I wouldn't be here right now if it wasn't for Birdman's though. So that whole conversation and shit, the shit that happened off of just me, you know, going at fucking Ninth Wonder. We, you know, whenever I, I saw my pub deal, um, you know, bro, I don't give a fuck because at the end of the day, like, I don't give a fuck about, n like, no no figure, no none of that shit, you know what I mean? Like, I signed my pub deal, I signed for $50,000, you know what I mean? And that's because I didn't give a fuck about money. I took a prove-it deal in the music industry, just get my foot in the door. And not only get my foot in the door, get my team's fucking foot in the door. See what I'm saying? Like, no one knew who the fuck Nick Mirror was. No one knew who the fuck DT was. People were looking at Nick Mirror like, why is he in the studio? We want you in the studio. And I'm looking in the studio like, y'all want me in the studio? This is a motherfucking prodigy. What the fuck are y'all talking about? Y'all want me in the studio? I want him in the studio. But they care about his names, though. Is it, I didn't even have a name at the point. But you know what it was? I'm signed to them. Nick ain't signed to them. That's the name, though. You got the label. I guess so. Back. But, yeah. it, but, but you see what I'm saying? Like, I took a, I took a risky... Risky ass deal that isn't even given in the music industry anymore. To be to be quite frank with you, but I'm not I'm not one of these people that like I'm scorned, I'm hurt, whatever. I'm someone that's like grateful and appreciative because, bro, you you anybody knows the internet shit. We know how fickle that shit is. You see me like look at bro producers out here like bro I'm I got so tired dog of doing fucking buy one get three free. Buy one, get, you know what I mean? Like, whatever. Like, that shit is so tough. It's draining, bro. I'd rather sit over here and just go worry about clearing songs with artists and making music that I want to make. You know what I mean? Like, I'm glad I I got off the internet shit. And the man I saw my pub deal, I, I left the internet shit. I talked to Bird. And I, like, bro, I, I, 
I was obviously taking care of my situation at the time with my kid, my mom, all that shit, everything like that. At the time I saw my pub deal, you know what I mean? So like I ain't never had fifty grand in the bank. I no one ever told me how to manage money. I'm shitty with it. She'll burn a hole in my pocket, dog. That's why I don't like know how much money I got. But Bird told me to go to my hotel room that night after I got my check. Cause I wanted a real check. I wanted to hold a real check for the music industry. I was sitting in my hotel room, cry my eyes out, dog. Over fifty grand. And it's because of the shit the bird told me. He's like, you know what, bro? He's like, a lot of people don't 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 get to be in this position and get a check from the music industry. He's like, honor that check, cherish that check. I went in my hotel room, I cried. Cried for hours over that fucking check. That whole trip, LA trip. You know what I mean? I'm walking around with a fucking fifty thousand dollar check in my backpack. Just proud as hell, happy as hell to be here. You know what I mean? Like, I felt like I finally like you see that video where they finally like play like Kendrick Lamar's Jay Z verse. And he's with like Absol and Schoolboy and all. He was like, they finally let us in the rap game. This shit's crazy. Like, that's how I felt, bro. I felt like all the hard work I put in up until a moment, you know what I mean? Up in that time, led up until that moment. And it wasn't even for like, for my sake. It was for the team's sake, for all of our sake. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, I'm not, it's like I got the last boat on the fucking Titanic off the internet. Because we all know what happened to that shit. That shit, Tight beats went down. Selling beats online went down. Shit got saturated. Everybody, you know what I mean? I feel like I had the last boat on the Titanic and I just put all my producers in that shit. And I just said, hey, bro, we out the shit. We made it. You feel me? Uh, I ain't think about this shit like that. That shit did really like, I ain't gonna say it because niggas still making money from it, but like, yeah. it did like. I left the internet August 31st, 2017. I remember that day. I said, I ain't uploading no more motherfucking beats. I'm done with that shit. I'm in the industry now. I'm going to commit my time to this shit. And I was in the studio every day from 11 a.m. The motherfucking, they had to kick me out. You know what they used to do, bro? They used to <laughs> they used to have to turn the air off at 3 a.m. to get us to leave the studio. I wasn't sleeping, bro. If you look up any picture, you look up Taz Taylor, I look big as hell. You know why? I wasn't sleeping, dog. I was sleeping maybe two hours a night. 1.5, Maybe. I was big as hell, eating like shit, no sleep. You could look on my face, bro, and I just looked drained. I looked out of it. But that's the sacrifice you do because I knew what I was giving up to be out in L.A. and work and do it. You know what I mean? Like, my kid was back home. I had to do that shit. But it's that music shit, bro. That's that's what is you get further on in this shit, the same way I was like, man, I'm juggling this shit. You know what I mean? Like, is it this? Is it that? It's that forever. That's what it is. You know, I'm sitting here right now, and this is somebody that's 30 years old. I've been in the music industry since 20, 2018. I've seen a lot of success. I've seen a lot of hardships. I've, I've had I've had opinions about me. I've had people say shit about me. I've had a lot of success. I've made friends. I've made enemies. I've made a lot of money. I don't care about any of that shit anymore. I did at one point. I, there, there used to be a point in time where I used to walk around with $300,000 of jury on because I didn't want people to see me. I was embarrassed of myself, what I looked like, who I was, whatever the fuck. Like, I was embarrassed. I left home, left my kid. You feel me? Right now, at 30 years old, bro, like I'm sitting here. I can't even FaceTime my mom. My mom's dealing with, like, two weeks ago, bro, she, she got skin cancer on her face. She just had to get part of her nose cut off. You know what that is? Like, every time, you ever seen Inception or uh, Interstellar? Sorry, Interstellar. Mm-mm. There's a there's a scene in Interstellar where he's in outer space and he watches his whole family grow up in front of like a, a five minute video of them just checking back in and he sees his kid at like 13 
He sees this kid at 30. He sees this kid at 60 in like 30 seconds. That's how I feel in my position. I'll be here in LA, bro. I'll be FaceTime my mom. My mom look older every time I FaceTime her. I see my son. My son look taller every time I'm with him. He be putting me on the more shit, making me feel older. You know what I mean? That's the sacrifice you got to make by being in the studio and going here and doing this shit. But I know that whenever he's 20 years old or whatever, he ain't never going to have to worry again. See what I'm saying? And it's because of the shit that I'm sacrificing right now. The time, my 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 life, dog. Like, I'm fucking my energy. I'll be waking up at 5, and I don't go out. I don't vacation. I don't party. I don't do nothing. I'll be in this motherfucking studio. That's it. So when motherfuckers like, I want to do what you do, it's like, bro, anyone could do this shit. You just got to really dedicate and what are you willing to give up to get there? And that's not on no fucking Illuminati sacrifice and shit. It's life. Like I just told you, it's time. You have to give up something to chase your dreams, chase your goals. Like, I'm giving up time with my son. I'm giving up time spent with my mom. You know, like she's old. She's older. It's going to be a time where she's not going to be on this earth anymore. And I'm giving up that time because I'm out here chasing my dreams and doing shit that I want to do. You feel me? Like, that's what you give up. But not only me, every artist has to go through that shit. Every producer has to go through that shit. People don't see that shit. People just want to talk about the accolades and the fucking, like, I did this or I did that. I could sit here and keep talking about more shit that's really, like, important to me. I'm on creek. I'm going to fucking cry because it's that important to me. I don't care about a fucking placement because you know what? I did that shit. That's like, that's like probably a fucking NFL player going to a fucking Pro Bowl. But the fact that you're you're able to change the outcome of everybody that you're around and like put on for them and do opportunities and like like bro, I'm I'm the first millionaire in my family. No one my no that's no one my family's ever made a million, bro. That's crazy to think about. And now I gotta deal with the problems of like people hit me for money. You know what I mean? Shit like that. Like this is the shit that people don't teach you about. That it's like I wish people knew. I wish people seen that goes into this shit besides just like, hey man, I'm on fucking FL making beats. This is the shit that people need to be talking about whenever they do fucking podcasts. Whenever y'all talk to producers or artists or engineers, talk about the hardships, man. What the fuck they had to overcome? Because that's the only thing that's going to make people be like, you know what? I can do this. He did that shit. I can fucking do this. And that's all I wanted to get across with this shit, honestly. That's why I said okay to doing this shit. And I'm going to keep this shit in here. I had beef with producer grind for the longest, dog. And you know that. And that we had DMs where... Was it Dylan? That's his name? Mm. He's asking me to do interviews, bro. I said, no, I want to because it was, it was fuck producer grind. But guess what? That was a time and point, bro, where I was a child and it was a like me only mentality and fuck everybody who ain't with me. But as I continue to grow up and hold that mirror in front of myself, I chipped away at myself. I'm not as rough anymore, bro. I understand that like I'm wrong in a lot of things I do just like people are. But I'm trying to learn and grow for them, grow from them every day. So I just want to apologize for that, if that makes sense. I know that you probably wasn't around for all that shit, but if you're watching this shit, even to JB, you know what I mean? I'm not that person, dog. No one knows me. And if y'all do know me, I guarantee you, bro, I'm somebody y'all want to smoke weed with, shoot the shit, because I'm funny as hell. I'm cool as hell, and I'm an authentic version of myself. I'm comfortable with who I am. I don't give a fuck what anyone else got to say about me. 
that's just it. That's why I wish that more producers, more artists, whatever, is like just be comfortable within yourself too. You know what I mean? Like anyone's gonna say whatever the fuck they wanna say about you, but we only got one body, we only got one skin, we only got one life. You know what I mean? Make the most of this shit, dog. I promise you make the fucking most of this shit. Because I would rather fucking grind in my motherfucking 20s and 30s and be 40 on a fucking yacht, a billionaire, rich as fuck, happy, trying to find something to be enjoyable of. You know what I mean? Like, love living the moment. Like, really just lock away work. I already accomplished. I already grinded. I did my shit. Then to be 40 years old, wondering why the fuck did I do make the most of it. You know what I mean? If I could have, if I would have... Uh, Fuck that, bro. I'd rather just grind, sacrifice whatever the fuck I need to get done. So I, cause I don't think I could live with that myself. You see what I'm saying? Like, that's the biggest thing is letting myself down overall. I don't think I could come to grips with that shit. I don't know what to say, man. Like, I feel like I don't really have no questions. Cause, like, let's be real. All these questions in here you can find in other interviews, like, at the end of the day, I already said, like, I gave you the three reasons why I want to do this. And the mm -hmm. main thing was because I felt, I always felt like you understood and misunderstood. And that's just for me watching you since 2015. Right. I feel like with the two hours we have, like, if they don't understand you by now, they ain't meant to understand you type shit. Pretty much. You feel me? Like, but that's, I'm going to tell you right now, this is my, like, I don't, I'm not doing interviews with people. This is my last one. Like, I don't, I don't have anything else to say because it's like intentions. Anything else people think about me, references, get to know me. You know my intentions. Right. Does that sound like something I do? No. It's a crazy world where anybody can say anything about somebody. And it's just true because someone said it. They don't care to go dig into shit or whatever. You feel me? So it's like, look at me. Listen to me. Listen to my story. Look at the shit I had to overcome. Does that sound like something I do? Nah. Because guess what? A motherfucker like me. I got more to lose. You feel me? I work too hard to come here and fuck it up on some stupid shit that ain't even really that fucking important. I got bigger shit. My life ain't even important. Whenever I turned 22, I had a kid. I threw my life away. It's not about me no more. I seen that pregnancy test. I had that plus sign on. It's about him. Everything I do, my son has credits on Lemonade, dog. He has a plaque in his bedroom. Seven years old. Platinum. Goes to school, tells his friends he's platinum. That shit's funny to me. I love that shit. That's Isn't that? That's fine. That's like the new uh. Wait, what's that fucking commercial when they be like, Yo, you put the pennies in for your kids so they could go to college? Exactly. Bro. What's the shit called? Bro? It starts with a D, bro. Oh, it's like that type of shit, though. That. I seen that commercial. But even speaking on Lemonade, right? We was in the studio session. We all did that shit together. You feel me? On that song overall, my manager's on that song on the publishing split. You feel me? Everybody's on that song needs to be on that song. They're taken care of. It's equal splits all around. Even people that didn't even play a part in that song, you know why? Because that song is a retirement record. And that's my way of giving back and saying thanks to certain people in my life. You feel me? That might have helped me along the way. I break them off on that. How many, how many people you know actually giving their engineers percentages on songs? I give my engineer a percentage on whatever song he want. He just got to hit me about it. How many people you know cool about, cool about that? Real like that. Because it takes a village, bro, to make a song. Sit here and just say that I did something by myself. That'd be selfish. That'd be egotistical. I've been that already. I'm not trying to do that no more. <laughs> I ain't gonna count, guys. It's a little too, too real, too. 
Raw type shit, bro. I ain't really got nothing to say for real. Like, overall, like, first off, I'm learning. Like, you just speaking really just giving me the drive again. You feel me? Like, type shit. That's something I feel like yeah. I've been missing the whole 2022. Like, I didn't really have that drive. Like, I was just like, damn, you feel me? But yeah. like, the last couple of interviews just made me like, okay, what was I really doing this shit for in the first place? I feel like I yeah. steered away from that. I know that's totally, like, random from what you saying, but, like, just speaking. That's, the, that's what it's about, though. You applying it in your own way and be like, damn, nah. Uh, that's what I'm talking shit. about. But I do want to end it on this, though, because I feel like this is a very, like, I feel like this person, too, is very underrated. But you had tweeted that Nick deserves more flowers. Right. I feel like that's times 10, 100 a fact, only because, bro, the whole producer yeah. world was watching a four. 14, 15-year-olds showing us how to make beats. Bro, you know how many grown-ass men out here say, I watched them too, I watched them too. I was probably like 17. No, this is Lowe's. I, I was 18, like, at Lowe's watching a teenager, like, teach me how to make beats. You make feel beats. me? Like, Cooking that shit up. Nick needs his flowers, bro. I just want to end it on that note. Needs a bouquet. Needs a, needs a fucking the garden of Eden. <laughs> Tired shit. But see, like, back in the G, there's producers in Atlanta still to this day. They're mad that I said I take Nick Mary in any beat battle. That's no disrespect to them. That's just I'm that confident in Nick. I love Nick that much. You know what I mean? Like, whenever you have Tom Brady, why the fuck do you care about what Peyton Manning's doing? That doesn't mean Peyton Manning's bad. You got Tom Brady. Right. That's how I feel. Nick Mary is the greatest, man. And he's he's an even better human being. The accolades and all that shit and everything he done, everyone knows that, bro. Everyone has been taught in some way by Nick Mary, but very few people actually get to chop it up with Nick and get to know him on a personal level and you think you might know him from the YouTube shit and whatever and like just conversate with him on lives and shit like that but he's one of the most genuine people I've ever met in my life and it's hard to just see somebody that's just so fucking like innocent bro like dead ass innocent like I, I have a pistol in this hallway I couldn't ever imagine Nick Mirror picking up that pistol in his life even holding it bro I've never heard Nick even like, yo, she's bad. I've known Nick since he was 14. He's never said that one female is ever attractive. And it's not because whatever, he has a girl, you know what I mean? Whatever, but it's just like, that's just the type of person. He's a very private person, you know what I mean? He's a very respectful person. So it's just people wouldn't expect that out of Nick. Well, I mean, they probably would expect that out of Nick. He's the fucking, he's like a whistle. He's so clean, you know what I mean? But he's just the greatest kid, bro, literally. And a great, he's a great human being. And he's one of the best producers. Thanks, man. <laughs> I've seen this kid do crazy shit with loops where I'm like, bro, what the fuck is this shit? And he just like, well, morph that shit. And somebody, I'm like, oh, okay, it's hard. The thing is with Nick is like, it's like a, it's like a, um, it's like Grand Theft Auto, bro. Sometimes it's like, he's done so much shit. You ever play a video game so long where you beat all the missions and there ain't no more story mode. So you're just running around like doing random like red lights and like taking your car to Los Santos and mm -hmm. It just, like, gets bored after you have, like, a billion dollars in the bank account and shit. You know what I mean? It's, like, I feel like Nick's the type of person where, like, music's not all he's about. And that's not a negative thing or whatever. I just mean that, like, there's so much more to him than music. You know what I mean? Like, Nick cares about, like, man, Nick's so hip on just fucking, like, he's, he's the type of person where Nick's, like, yeah, I'm only using my left hand this week for anything. He just does little side quests like that, bro. Like, that's him. He's like, yeah, I'm only using my left hand to write this week. Challenging himself. Yeah, whatever. He's like, yeah, I'm, um, what was it? Uh, He'll just random, like, I'm gonna do a backflip. And he'll just be in his backyard for eight hours just trying to do a fucking backflip. 
You know what I mean? But people gotta understand, like Nick was rich in fucking high school from beats. Like he was producing for Juice, and he's a platinum selling producer in high school. Like walk around halls, like in in class. That's crazy. He had a fucking, you know what I mean? Like he could do whatever the fuck he wants at sixteen. That's so wild to me. But at twenty one, you know, twenty years old, it's like you did that. Let's go discover who Nick Mirror actually is. Like is a human being. You know what I mean? So I think he's on that journey. Like. What foods does he like? What cultures does he like, bro? Just went to Tokyo. You know what I mean? Shit like that. So I'm letting him accomplish his little side missions and do all that shit. But whenever he walks into a fucking studio, bro has the ability in his fingers to literally make a hit record at any moment. Never seen nothing like it. And I don't mean just like make a beat. I mean like make a hit record. There's a difference between just walking in. Like I could make a beat in a room. The chances of that becoming a hit record... Nick walking in, Nick really put his shit on that, you know what I mean? Where he's like, it has the ability to go be a fucking hit record. No lies told. I ain't gonna lie, man. This was one of, even though it's top of the year, one of the best interviews of the year, bro. I already just know Collect, just the no, way you sure. approached it and just came different in this interview, bro. And I kind of tell, like, it helped you in a way, like, you just let this shit out type shit. It's a lot of shit, Pinto. For it's sure. You good to let it out? Nah. Not in a way, cause it's, it's uh, I'm putting myself out there, yeah. vulnerability. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. people could take this shit and run with it, or people could uh, and learn something. Exactly, but it's just like the longest time, bro. I I can't care about shit like that because it's like I feel like human beings are gonna respect the fact that I'm just real, and if they're real, then they'll understand that, bro. And that's all it is at the end of the day. And I didn't want to get on this. I know that y'all people might want to ask me whatever, whatever the fuck. But this is more so me. I think this was more important. Setting the record straight on me as a human being. And my intentions and my purpose and what my goals are and what I'm trying to get done. I really hope people learn not to uh, judge your book by its cover. Because yeah. I never, you know, I'm a little late on like producer history. So like right. I never knew all the stuff that like to mm-hmm. be new. But, like, all the things that I heard, they were not necessarily nice. But, like, mm-hmm. coming in here, like, I got a whole different perspective on not just you, but just, like, how I view right. the music industry as a whole and how I view people. And, you know, like, I'm not sitting here saying that those things aren't true. You know what I mean? Because, yeah, I am a dickhead or I can be an asshole or I can be demanding sometimes or I can, you know, people, I can offend people, whatever, but... Good cause. Um... I just, a lot of that shit is like, I'm 30 years old now. I was 24. Talking about this shit in the car, bro. 25, 26. We're talking about like cancel culture and how like niggas be trying to cancel someone for making a mistake and it's like, bro, niggas gonna make mistakes. But that's the, that's the thing is like, I, I'm, cancel culture to cancel somebody means they legitimately did something like legitimately like wrong. Like, I don't want to be associated with this person. I don't even want this person in my phone contacts. Like, I can't be associated. I can't be seen with them. That's what canceled is. Like, I've tried to been canceled. Like, people have tried to cancel me, but I don't know, bro. Like, at the end of the day, like, all I can be is me. And people around me know my intentions. People around me know the type of person I am. And it's like, I could sit here and and worry about the people who don't fuck with me, which I know this is how this whole interview might come across sometimes, you know what I mean? Because I'm always just like attacking the negative or attacking like the, the opposition type shit of me or whatever. But that's because it was an attack though. But that's because it's it's a, it's a built up thing and I've never addressed it. You know what I mean? Like I've never talked about it. And that's the one thing I really wanted to get across in the interview most importantly. But um, 
when I was young, I did a lot of dumbass shit. I said a lot of dumbass shit, and I was a child, bro. Just like I'm sure you were a child, and you were a child at one point. You were a child. Everyone's a human, bro. But the only thing, like, it would be more a red flag if I'm up here sitting here saying that I've never did no wrong. You see what I mean? But the fact that I'm understanding that, like, I'm in the wrong a lot of times, and all I can do is get better from that. I feel like that's exactly. I feel like that's um, that's like a characteristic that like um, a redeeming characteristic in a human being. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But as you can see, man, like that that shit definitely it 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 leaves a mark on you. Like I'm definitely burnt from that shit because I be getting a lot. I be getting a lot of shit just for being me a lot of times. Like speaking my mind on shit. You know what I mean? Like and that's the reason why I don't do it no more. You you talked about how I used to stick up for producers all the time and I used to get just shitted on for it. You know what I mean? Like quit doing that for that reason like because then once you get to a certain level and i'm like i have accolades or whatever i got credits and i start doing that then it opens up the conversation for like it just to become a big dick contest like oh well you can't say that because i did this and I, it's like who gives a fuck dog i'm just speaking on my experience as a human being in my life and anybody that's ever read my motherfucking twitter I'm not tweeting to y'all, dog. It's shit for me to read at a later date and calm myself down. Whenever I'm like, whatever the fuck, I'm talking to myself at all times on Twitter. I'm never talking to the world. That's my journal, bro. Realistic. Swear to God. But that's the way for me to get it out there. And whenever I see like likes or retweets, that's how I know that like I'm not alone. And it's like a way for me to cope with how I feel sometimes. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Shit, man. That's a wrap, man. <laughs> Yeah, it'd be weird trying to end these shits, but yeah, bro. It's a wrap. <laughs> but nah, I appreciate <laughs> you thing. for real though, bro. If anything, like just know, like I don't know weird shit, but I see you type shit. Thank Your you. Message just hurt. Yeah, yeah, thank yeah. you. Appreciate you for sure. But nah, it's a wrap for real though. We see you on the next episode. Hey, shout out, shout out, uh, shout out, producer grind, and uh, yeah, man, more motherfucking people need to do podcasts like this. But you know what? I'm tired of seeing. Motherfucking producers and artists doing this shit, and y'all got all the fucking nice ass clothes on. Y'all treating this shit like a like it's a like it's a press run, bro. Like, no, be yourself. Talk about your struggles. Talk about your hardships. You don't have to out people. You don't have to expose people. You don't have to point the finger at other people. You could point the finger inward and talk about the shit that you had to overcome to get to where you're at right now. That's all I wanted to get message across to anybody else doing interviews on any other platform anywhere talk about your hardships and the shit you overcome that's all i'm interested in hearing that's the only thing i'm going to learn that's the only information that's important to the world honestly is because that's shit that people can learn from bragging about shit doing that shit there's no value in that right so that's it